Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated. Episode 80 something. Sarah, Sarah Jaffe. Jaffe. Who house. I've never met, Who but. I've never met, but should have met. Should have met. I can't believe I didn't meet. I know. And you're, how long have you been living in Jersey? I think you should do the whole podcast. Not Jersey. Bay Ridge is in. Uh oh. Wait. Oh, where is that? What? I thought you said Ridgewood. Oh, you're in Queens? Yeah, I'm off the forest, though. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You told me that. I asked her if you, well, she, she was lived, local. You said no. <laughs> she used to live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did she, what did I said you I were asked, local. I asked if you were local because I'm going to Canada today, and I was like, Wait, can we only get her today or like is it have to be today and he, and he was like yeah she's not local and I'm like oh man no she local she's local she local all organic non-GMO local <laughs> how long have you been local um uh September recently. Recently, I'm. I'm. We're looking at six months. Oh, that's so it. It's recently, I wasn't. That I'm like far over off. the hill to. I'm like, um, I see you like a year almost. Wow. Like if it, if you're at six months, you're like already like a year, right? Yeah. Where are you coming from? <laughs> Look at me already missing trains. Um, Texas. See. Yeah. Yeah. What, I have to say, I do not miss driving at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah, and I, I love driving. Yeah. I don't miss it. That's fun in the open, wide-ranging Texas. And there's terrain. plenty of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of it in Texas. What made you move? Um. I mean, I oh, I've for the mo- besides like a brief year in Los Angeles when I was 20, which I don't really count. Right. Who would? Because why would I count that? <laughs> You're 20 that? in yeah. L.A. Yeah. I'm like, Forget about it. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't count. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> Just a lot of parking tickets <laughs> and some moderate to maybe somewhat severe uh, disappointment for my parents. But um, uh. <laughs> I came back to Texas. So I just always been in Texas. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like I had reached a... A glass ceiling f- for myself like it just wasn't personal yeah personal development just wasn't happening I got a little thing called a divorce oh you which did? which helped a lot um just it just cleared the path yeah because moving to New York was something I wanted to do for a while yeah I'd never really felt um I never really felt like a pool. Like some people go to places and they're like, I belong here. Right. And I never felt that feeling, yeah. like the clarity of knowing. Right. Um, but as far as like cities that I just like jive with, New York yeah. was, I'm like, this is a pace I like. Yeah. You guys don't sleep, neither do I. Right. And you're all fucking crazy. Me too. Yeah. What's yeah. up, guys? Yeah. yeah. I just, I like the energy of like, we, 
we're not sure how we landed that plane, but we did. Like, yeah. I just kind of thrive in that. Every day is like yeah. that. Yes. You know, it's just like, like operating on a wobble like, wheel, right? Yeah, basically. It's just like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know. It's been happening for 100 years. We're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it works. That's yeah. civilization right there. <laughs> yeah, New York true. is just like the con- the most concentrated, concentrated form. Concentrated version yeah. of it. Yeah. Which I really love and... Um, it's. Just, I mean, I just kind of said to myself, you know, when I was still in Texas, like I was kind of swinging back and forth between going back to Los Angeles. Um, and it just, as much as like the sun can kind of like persuade Bamboozle you, you into its and grasp. LA, like you're just like fresh hey. squeezed orange juice. You're like, all right, all right, I can. This could be me. We have that here too. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot we of got, different. We got yeah. juice you got a lot too. of fresh squeezed stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very perceptive. <laughs> yeah. She's picking up on the little. Yeah. <laughs> Saw some of it right before I walked in. Um, I, I yeah, I just I just kind of swung back and forth between uh, the idea of moving to Los Angeles. And then I'd fly to New York and I just kind of eventually said, you know, I don't think this feeling of like just absolute clarity of like knowing which place to go mm, next. is going to come. I, and I don't even think that that was really what it was about. I think it was like any move is, is a good move. Like yeah. let's, let's create a pace for ourselves. like create some right. movement. Create some turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. The right yeah. kind of the turmoil. right kind of turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, and New York just kind of, I mean, it continuously opened its doors. Like, I met so many cool people um, uh, just coming frequently and just kind of, that they just opened their arms and were like, yeah, if you need a place to crash for a little bit, you're more than welcome, stay as long as you like. Um, And not that I didn't get any of that love in Los Angeles, it was just... I don't know. It just felt it resonated every time I came here. And so yeah. I just kind of listened to that. And Isn't it funny yeah. how life is just an invention? You're just inventing yeah. it all the time. <laughs> like, all the fucking like, time. Where are the rules? Can somebody do I want to like disconnect and have somebody do it for me for like a year. I think that's what going into an asylum is. <laughs> like, I just had this conversation you know? with a, a friend, a good friend of mine. And I was like, you know, I... I never thought that I was the type of person that'd be like, you make the decision for me. Right. But sometimes I think I'm so intertwined with being that person that I don't know. And so I just kind of like, it is all about inventing and reinventing and. You just have to be constant with the (laughs) discipline of it. I find creating your own content. You just have to be constant. It's like it's an everyday thing. It's like, really? Is there no break? Uh, no. When's the break come? No fucking breaks, bro. And as soon as I do try to take a break, I like go into depression. <laughs> like, you know, the blinds stay down and it stays dark and it's 1 p.m. and I'm still in bed. Yeah. You know, that type of shit. Ooh. That's a nightmare. So like when the rest time is a nightmare. That's a nightmare. That's like, you know, so the, but the discipline thing is like every day I got to get up and run and do uh, yoga and just. And like, I got to be disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do anything like that? Or do you just like. 
cave into. I'm baby stepping it. I hate the gym. Right. Um, I do. I am currently seeking a, a, a discipline, though. Yeah. I am very indulgent. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to indulgent in drugs. No. No. In people, in food. All people. People and food. A schedule. Um, uh, like if something is mentally stimulating. Yeah. Um. It's really hard for me to just like know when to stop or even say like, hey, maybe you should do a little compartmentalization. What do you mean by that? What, what, well, like more specific. if I'm, well, if I'm smoking a lot of weed. Word. Um, did you bring any? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Did? Yeah. Can we smoke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to smoke it's, any of Well, I brought a pin. Oh, yeah can, yeah. can we smoke some? Do you want me to grab it? Yeah. Sure. Is that okay? It's fine with me. Listen, you get yelled at, you get yelled at. I, I, I just can't partake. I got to do school pickup after this. Uh, maybe a little one hit will take the edge off. I think so. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I feel like it's okay. No, I said it. Like, it's I've, been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Mike Tyson's podcast. Like, Do they smoke weed? They smoke that? tons of weed. Tons of weed. Really? And I, like, Mike Tyson's got all this like weed company going on, and everybody's got weed companies, and... I should have. I should have. Why? Why? Well, I'll tell you what. A friend of mine actually actually has <laughs> stock in too. that. Has stock in a weed company, and he said it. It's not as booming as you think right now, right? Because some of the laws still aren't there yet, and and they're sort of like festering all in the same place. But it will. There's eventually. a brand called Joseph Arthur with neon letters. Joseph Arthur. My my name. Somebody sent it from Colorado. What? Yeah. I don't think it's related. Like, uh, like a I don't joint think they named it after me. I like think a it's just thingy? no. It's like a weed company. Oh, it's just a company. And it says Joseph Arthur, like in neon letters. They sent it to me. Unless it was a joke. I don't think it was a joke. It seemed legit. Well, you should Joseph ride Arthur those Weed Company. You should sugar. sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. What is this? Is fancy. Oh, just though. press the button. Anyway, just press the button. Um. So yeah, if I'm smoking, yeah, if I if I'm smoking too much and I'm like, it, it, especially with that, uh, and I'm just like, hitting it constantly, and then before I know it, I'm just like, I'm, jello, which is but great. Don't you get creative with it? Uh, not, really. not if I'm home. I just get lazy. Um, yeah. What do you do? Watch TV, eat too much. You don't get creative with weed. I have to already be in a creative environment. If I'm at home, then it's like leisure time. But you don't have a home studio. Mm mm. No, not there yet. No, mm -mm. it's so funny because your music seems so in that zone. Like you and a laptop could be going crazy. If well, you're... yes, I yes. Mean, a lot of what you're, the way you experiment with your music and your mm. voice and all that stuff. Yeah. I yeah. like what you're doing with. Oh, smut. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I've really I started like creating my own samples. Um, I just liked. I was like, how do these like these old records that were just like I'm like I just started paying attention to the sampling in the background. Um, that was just so in the song. Uh huh. That it's almost like unnoticeable, but like hip hop does it all the time. Where yeah. it's just like, like specifically, I was thinking of Beyonce's. Really? 
can you handle this? Beyonce. The Stevie Nicks, just like Hawaii. Like so in there. And I just became obsessed with sampling. And so I just started doing it in my own way, I guess. Do you sample yourself? Are you using software? What are you doing? Well, a lot of times I'll take out like a voicemail or something. Something like from the real world. Right, like the way smut starts. Yes. Specifically with smut that was a voicemail that was texted to me mm-hmm. by my girlfriend's roommate i love you <laughs> Y'all i still love you <laughs> and it sounds Y'all still doing that smut <laughs> are you still reading that? oh my god <laughs> i had and to I, look up smut it doesn't even mean anything dirty it just means a little it's dirt. like it's like <laughs> i guess it's like a it, it's a phrase of from the old world mm-hmm. uh like smut magazines, smut. right? Yeah, yeah, smut magazine, yeah. What so it's like, is, is it like a Playboy? Smut just means like dirt. The genre. Okay. Yeah, smut was like porn. Yeah. It just means dirt. Right. Like a little bit of dirt is I think smut. it's such a good word. It's a good word, I agree. And I had this shirt called Smut Police, and I never knew what, I was like, what? Mm. Um, and so when... She sent this voicemail. I was in the middle of recording um, with Aaron, and we were just kind of wrapping up two uh, two other EPs that we released at the same time. And uh, the heartbreak EPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they called? Getting better one, and getting better two. <laughs> not, not better yet. <laughs> not better. Still trying. Still trying. And we'll continue trying. <laughs> Almost there, guys. Almost there. <laughs> I'll continue on. Yeah. Was that following the I divorce? I guess I won't cut my wrist part one and part <laughs> two. Show that. Uh, that. Is that following the divorce? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is better part one and two. And those kind of came about, um, well, I was, I, was, uh, get, I was just getting into top lining. And... Um, Top lining is when you write the top part of this melody and lyrics usually of like a hook or something. Which is why I was going to LA a lot. Like it was just kind of like let's take let's take a stab at this because I love pop music. Me too. I I love it and I just feel uh, most confident in the studio. I feel like that is where I thrive. That's where I should be. That's where I want to be all the time. Yeah, me too. How can I I get there more? Yeah, how could I? Like uh, trained professionals. Exactly. Take care of everything. I just want to write. <laughs> like, like, I want to write shit for other in. people. I want to collect checks quietly <laughs> and like not be fucked with. Right. Exactly. You know. I know. Why can't life be that easy? Why? And for some people, it is. I think it's down to us not manifesting what we rightfully deserve. I go back and forth with that. Yeah, I would just throw in. And that I don't know. See if it's stuck. Well. It depends on like maybe what I had for breakfast. Yeah. Ooh, if that thought stays with me or not. Right. I You don't listen to Abraham Hicks? No. No, the manifestors people like uh, Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton. All these are just Greek to you? Yeah, no. What is <coughs> so, uh, You might as well have named T. Uh, what is Yeah, Bruce this? Lipton. Yeah, Bruce Lipton. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, sounds like like an assortment of teas. Joe Dispenza, he dispenses the, the, tea. the Joe Dispenza company. We <laughs> have distribution. We have Bruce, we have Earl. We've got... It's um, just, uh, you know, the secret. You know, like, put it in your mind and, you know, manifest it. Basically, feel your dream to to make it true. 
You know, I really feel like, um, like what do you think of white that? people really just drilled that? It's it's like the kale of thought. You blame like, it on it's white just, people? Yeah, like uh, <laughs> that we're owed something. We're not owed not anything. Owed that you're manifesting something that you that it's it's the idea. You is don't that, think that that's a loophole though? Well, maybe, but it's like it's it's down to like the power of your mind to create your reality. Sure. Like it kind of yes. goes goes back to the first thing I said. Isn't it weird how we just create our own reality? Invent like we're it. Making, yeah. We're inventing it. Yeah. And and every little decision we make can take us in wildly different directions. Yeah. And I find that like if you really consider it, you become paralyzed. Yes. You almost have to just throw caution into the wind. Yes. Or just like have your heart ripped out from your stomach, and you're just like in the wild west, and just like just who get used fucking to cares? It. Like go for you know like. Right. Who does yeah. care? You know. I don't know. It's getting weirder and weirder. Um, it's all getting, the time. you know. I think that's why I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm thinking about this incorrectly. Maybe uh, longevity is the goal. Mm. Maybe it's not about. Um, may I don't know. That's not what I want, though. You don't want longevity. I, no, I definitely want longevity. I I want. I want longevity and constant success. Yeah. Like every day I want to be like, <laughs> someone just comes in and is like, uh, Sarah, you've won this or Sarah, Sarah you won that. An and I'm like, oh, amazing. Yes. <laughs> hey, we got to check in uh, licensing. Like you're like, yeah. Like I Winning. just want success all the time. I want validation all the time through the means of success. What and happens so, when you get that though? And you've had periods where you've had some stuff like that occur, right? I mean... Not, maybe not enough, according to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, I, it's I, just like an impossible I can, standard. I can relate, but, yeah. the, but the moments you've tasted it, the moments... Uh, <laughs> the, mo the moments yeah. you've, like, tasted it, how did it leave you? Like a junkie needing more? Yeah. Actually... Yeah, maybe. Of which. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What flavor is that? Uh, what is the? It's. I think it's um. Blue Blue Dream. It's good. Whatever. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you still, I think you achieved longevity. I mean, you're still doing it. Yeah. Um, right now, what's gonna like? Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, that's the, uh, that's the thing about like anyone who's. I guess freelance is the yeah. way the government would look at me, but um, I, it is the Wild West. You don't know where that wagon's a going, you know. No. You really don't. No, you don't. I don't know. I get. I I have a sort of nihilistic worldview that I've <laughs> always had since I was a kid. Hit me. It's just in my head. It's this willingness to go like, well, fuck it. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive next. You know what I mean? There's been just that. Like, yeah. and I don't want to say that out loud or anything, but I've kind of always lived my life that way. And I think like as an artist, you almost have to. It's like you almost have to be willing to just like bet everything against a dream. I mean, yes. I think that that's, uh, to me, that's a, a realist mentality. Like, the fact that we yes we're not guaranteed anything like mm. we are not owed anything right um but like the power of one's mind 
um, is not going to affect anyone really but you. And yeah. so it's, I guess, when you're better, like Wait, the, the power world, of one's the, mind isn't going to affect anybody but you. I disagree with that. I'm saying in the long run. Mm. Uh, what I'm saying is like, it, yeah, like it. That's the part of me that agrees with uh, things that manifest. Mm. Um, it's just occurring to me that maybe like I like hold on to this like need for the power of the mind to manifest philosophy as a security blanket against the insecurity of life. Oh, yeah. But that's what it yeah. all is. That's what everything is. It's everything leads back to like, you're going to die. Uh, yeah. and, and you're alone. And in you the don't universe, know when. And you don't Good know luck. when. Good luck. Have fun with your songs. <laughs> right. Get a few more checks. Like... Uh, Why don't you, you know? write a poem? Yeah, today? exactly. <laughs> write a do poem. a podcast. <laughs> Hello, I love it. <laughs> I'll do a fucking podcast oh, yeah, yeah. with the homies. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm fucking figuring it out, and I'm in the rawest form of it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just kind of like there's no hiding it, no well, dressing it moved. up. I just moved, and I honestly feel like, um. It's, I'm like, is it really taking me this long to just like get my bearings? Like, I just feel like the last year is me just getting, trying to get like a grip on some sort of like foothold or just like something. I feel like that's my whole life. (laughs) I I don't know if it's like, I mean, yes, there's that, but maybe it's just a thing with like getting older. Yeah. Um, Getting older, I'm just like more every day that passes. I'm like, I am mortal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you've been here six months. Have you done anything creatively in the six months since you've moved? Yeah. What have I done creative? Just putting that outfit together all is creative, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like, did you see the way this? your eyes look? Yeah. <laughs> Thank that's you. I've seen that's her. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. seen these you've peepers? Seen, you've seen this? That's creative. <laughs> no, but like, uh, my question is, did the move inspire any creativity once you got to New York? That, that was like... Yes. Um, it, it kind of, New York is a, um, it did, I, this is a two-parter because everything is, uh, it did in that it changed my mindset. Um, I mean, there hasn't been like an abundance <coughs> of creative projects or, uh, or anything. I mean, here and there, but I've also, also just been flying to Texas literally every month for Whoa, to work. For shows, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Sure. So that's kind of a weird security. Like, yeah. I mean, that like Texas is still. Texas won't let you go. Which I'm, you, I'm so like a, thankful for. Is yeah. this a process of individuation from your parents, too? Um, yes, and but I knew it would happen like this. I see them more now than I did when I lived, right. you know, 40 miles north of them. So right. um, they love it. They're doing their own thing. I think yeah. I miss them more. And your dad was a basketball teacher? A basketball, a woman's, high school women's basketball coach for, I mean, 15 years. And did um, you play? Hell yeah, I played. You did? You're looking at a motherfucking point guard. That's amazing. <laughs> were you, yeah, were still you, got that shot. Were you good? I was good. I, what um, was it like with your dad wh- as I, the coach? My sister was a better player. Uh, oh, he benched me all the time. I had a horrible attitude. Right. All the fucking time. So I got burnt out, and they knew I also there was no favoritism. No, 
and he really he showed accentuated it. that. Yes, like just because you're my daughter doesn't mean you won't get grounded and immediately. <laughs> Kathy, bitch. get to the yeah. bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, he had a silent rage. You're just like, uh-oh. uh-oh. Uh, just he's one of those quiet coaches that would just like look at you and just be like, mm. you fucked up with so his eyes. One like, sister. Yeah, older sister Jessica. Older yeah. sister, she was the star. She's a good ball player, man. Yeah. Really, really Point good. Point guard as well? Mm-hmm. Um, just fearless, just like she is. I was afraid of the ball. I just liked the show of it. Right. That's why I had a clean shot, you know? That's a great lyric you just said. I was afraid of the ball. I just liked the show of it. That's why I was, I was had, afraid of the ball. I just liked just the show. Just didn't show it. No, I just, I just liked, liked the, the show, show of it. it. Look at you quitting Something my about lyrics the clean back shot, to me. Then. The, I had a clean, clean shot. I had yeah. a clean shot. Yeah. That's, that's tight. It is a good thing. Let's tight. go. Sticks, symbols. Oh, we got it. That's tight. Yeah. Got my I had a clean shot. It sounds yeah. like city. Like, like, yes. I was afraid bar. of the bar, just like the show of it. I just like I had the a show clean shot. Clean shot. I had a clean shot. I had a clean shot. <laughs> Joseph, what are we doing? I had a clean shot. <laughs> Let's yeah, get to yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Clean shot. I'm actually not mad at it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had a... Like a choir. Right. Yeah. Clean shot. <laughs> yeah. <A> Texas town choir. What are we doing with our day? I don't Let's know. Let's go. We're making, a <laughs> We're making miracles happen. Yeah. I love your tooth, though. That Thank is, you. That was a good idea. Thank you. Yeah. I got the tooth before, um, before my 31st birthday. Um, and it's always something that I wanted. What I is that? Is that? What's the... It, oh, no, it's the, the definition tooth. for it. Oh, it's a gold it's tooth? They basically treated it like a because i went in and do they pull one out and put one in they really? pulled out wow. my good tooth okay. um, i didn't know i wasn't here is it considered a, what is it it's an implant it's dope i th i don't know because they didn't tell me about the process i've never had a cavity i have really good hygiene and i your folks didn't, can't be happy about that though oh my mom was like she was bummed i spent did she get thousands it thousands on braces and you Got a gold. I'm like, why do you care? It's like when parents comment on your haircut when you're like but it looks, 30. It just like, looks gangster. It just looks like, but in a good way. Like, yeah. No, it's, I, I love yeah. it. I'm saying it's a good idea. Well, but, it's also like a, who's going to fuck with a bitch in a why, gold tooth? Right. I can see why your mom is like, it's not her idea. She likes it now. Wait, what did your mom do? Oh, she does. Yeah, she does. She's come around to it. They always come around, man. They That's are nice. they're open people though. That's cool. Yeah. What is she, what did she do again? Well, they were both dad was a basketball coach, but eventually uh uh retired that and then they both started teaching. Okay. My yeah. mom has been a teacher, was a teacher for 36 years and then uh my dad the same cuz he taught yeah. and was a basketball coach. Um and, and they've recently retired. They were yeah. teachers for 35 years. That's wild. Yeah. And what did your sister go into? Um, my sister kind of helps uh, book promote uh, for this really really cool bar in the hill country, kind of close to Austin. Um, 
uh, called the Devil's Backbone. It's like a legit cowboy bar. She books a something called Devil's e- Backbone. Yeah, my sister's really good at like. Um, she went into bartend um, a little over Your a year ago. Your parents raised a couple of pirates. Yeah, no, really, we <laughs> do kind of like for school we, teachers. Yeah. It's like <laughs> maybe it's just that like middle class, uh, like every one out of a hundred like it strikes. We're like, I gotta get the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, boredom always ended up being a good thing for both of us because we, we just yeah, it was just like. We had all we had a clear, clean page of like what we wanted our future to look like and what you know what that might look like as a kid. So, I what mean, do you mean you had a clear, clean page? Well, I mean, as far as like my parents raising us, uh, and how Jessica and I are the way that we are, uh, because of them, even though they were both teachers living in a right, you know, that that world for all of our lives, we still kind of have this like hustle mentality. And I think my parents also did very much. Imbued that into you. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. So when you hustle, you got to get a gold tooth, man. Yeah. And you're, and you don't want, you don't like complacency. That explains a lot in your music while you've like gone all over the place with it. Well, it's, I mean, isn't that what we all should be doing? Yeah, I agree. I actually, like, you inspire me because I definitely have similar hip-hop leanings, leanings towards electronic music, all that, and explored all that, too, in my music. But in researching for this podcast, the thing that my head said was, yeah, you should be doing that more like she is. Do you think that that was a thought that, uh, like, when you first, when did you, when did you start playing? Um, like when did I start making records or when did I start playing music? I guess records. Uh, I guess like when I was 25, I started making records for my first. Did you have that thought then? Well, I was on real world records, Peter Gabriel's label. So I was introduced to a bunch of electronic elements that way already. So it was on top and the guy who was producing my record. It was Marcus Stravs who used to work with Brian Eno. He ended up producing Arcade Fire and okay. stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. so I was getting thrust headlong into a modernized thing that I wasn't even necessarily totally maybe pre- I was prepared for it, but yeah. but it was it was definitely advanced. Did you always listen to different types of music? And just kind yeah, of bewildered oh. at the fact that you, the music that you made just kind of came out the way it came out. Oh, yeah. No, I listened to, like, yeah, lots of hip-hop growing up. And yeah. then I was in, like, thrash, punky, fast-playing bass-type bands, like, thrashy. Yeah. And then I made an acoustic demo with, like, ten singer-songwriter songs, and that's what got me a record deal. Really? Yeah, and it was like that. It was like, and I gave a tape to somebody in AA who gave it to somebody else who gave it to somebody else who gave it to Peter Gabriel. It was like luck. What year was this? In 95. 95. Yeah. It's amazing that the music industry even, I mean, that's not really that long ago. I know. It feels like just within the- 95 years. I wish I would have known. But it's really not that long. I wish I would have known then what I know now. Right? But there's no way. (laughs) No way. way. When did you start making records? Uh, what month is it? I'm like, <laughs> it's gonna involve counting on fingers. Uh, 2002. I mean, yeah, 2001, 2002. So you've been doing it a while. How many records have you made? 
Like, are we counting EPs? Yeah. Um, 10, 11. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I've got about 12, 13. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool, dude. <laughs> well, you guys want to wrap it up? Or? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you know Joan Wasser? No, who's that? Joan is police woman. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I love... You guys went to different schools together. Really? I don't know. You remind me of her. In a yeah, way. a lot. I'm a, good a friends homie with her. I really? Love, I love her, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I became a fan of her through... Um, I guess I just I didn't know her name. Uh, John Grant. Do you know the song that John Grant did with her? I don't didn't remember. He? John Maybe. Grant, the piano. Probably. She Amazing does a lot of... Yeah, she collaborates. Stuff, yeah. Where's she from? She lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, we had her on Is the pod. Is she from New York? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. She's been in New York since the 90s. She's been here for a Where while. Why are we not making a super group? I, well, <laughs> we should. She's going on tour on a covers album she just put out. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's coming out, I think, this month or next month. Yeah. She's a good, she's a great person, John. Well, next time you have me well, on. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They did go to the same school in different places. (laughs) Clean shot. Yeah. We'll record it. Yeah. Wait. So was your was Clementine your first big hit? Yeah. And and that one just fell out of your fell out of your soul onto the floor. It was a filler. It was a filler. Yeah. Um, I was in a band at the time. Uh, called Tomahawk Molly and it was a just to get people fucked up on yeah it. exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah what does that mean it means it was a bar band it was, we were a bar band good yeah. time bar band exactly uh, um, it went over and that, yeah <laughs> she's like I'm don't listen it. to this I'm sloppy shit <laughs> but check this out <laughs> um, yeah Clementine we didn't have a long enough set so I just wrote it in a homie's uh, dorm room mm-hmm. and uh it's pr- it's i mean that's why i repeated the 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 verse twice it was just yeah. kind of like well there's no time to write a second verse this is yeah. just gotta and then it was pretty immediate after i re- recorded it people liked that song it is isn't it great still when still feeding me and oh my god really? I, yeah i uh. really hope that it just continues to <laughs> feed me my porridge yeah did you ever consider like going back and writing that that second part? No. No. Or d- write, do you write like that again or try to attempt to recapture that I magic? think the best way at attempting uh, or making that effort is uh, collaboration and making it less and less about myself and more and more about like the process of writing music. That's every time that that happens. Yeah. A really good song happens. So you're facilitating creating that in your world. Yes. How? Um, by moving across the country and uh, really just meeting people like you guys and uh, just m- being really, really mindful of uh, nothing ever has gone wrong for me when I've opened myself. Um, I've always been pleasantly surprised in my life when I've just said you know what like self ego like take a fucking hike like the show's over like let's go home wrap it up I 
I've always just felt uh, fulfillment uh, every time I've opened myself in that way, creatively, and just saying yes to more people. I, I think uh, being in Texas for too long kind of spoiled me in a number of ways, and one of those ways was it created this world around me that was delusional. I think because I was, you know, I'm successful in Texas, it just created, it just kind of like inserted this filling that didn't exist anywhere else. Like, you know, you play to thousands of people in Texas and then you go on the road and play for two people in Phoenix. So it's just, it just kind of created this world. And I was like, well. But isn't everything kind of a dilute, like a delusion and illusion when you break it down like that? And then like, you know what I mean? Like, aren't like we have to just delude ourselves to get through the day. Like you're, yeah. you know, like when you like break down reality, like you did earlier, yeah. when you said, Oh yeah. And then you're going to die. You know, like yeah. if you focused on hardcore reality all the time, I think we would just be like, I think delusion is an extremely important it's factor. A, it's a survival <laughs> mechanism yeah. for sure. But I also, it doesn't, <laughs> delusion doesn't uh, encourage growth right and so it yeah. was so, yeah. I, i'm just in a growing spot and right. it's very i'm in a place now where it's just very hard to see things as they are um and i don't know that that will ever come really but i i just i don't know i'm growing right yeah. now it's i'm in a weird growth spurt that it's, also just feels see, you seem awesome confusing i mean i'm i'm all right yeah you seem awesome thanks like, man. i'm fun yeah. in the studio that's yeah, the most fun <laughs> i mean, I if, mean you, like if you were to come over on any given night it would like it just... seems like an awesome point in your life is what i'm trying to say too because yeah it's just like being in the just moving here six yeah. months ago <laughs> you're in like in a good zone with your career i mean of course you want more or whatever but yeah it's like it's kind of killing and it's like you can just from here and you're still young uh, am i yeah you are take it from me who's older <laughs> i f do you feel like that it's different <laughs> though for 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 men in mutual mu any industry yeah as far as aging goes i guess it's slightly different i don't know i mean it's different. I feel like men it's, and women are different in that way i don't know that's also my own insecurity we don't have to go there. What about age? Yeah, ageism? I just get like super, I'm like I'm like I'm getting old. Like time's running out. I don't but think, then I, I but don't, then I'm like ah oh, that's bullshit and I, that's definitely a mindset. I think that's a mindset. I also think ageism is like gone down. In, you think so? Yeah. Well, it used to be when you if you didn't make it by the time you were 27 and kill yourself and already then yeah. you didn't make it. Didn't like I that's like not the case anymore. Cindy Lauper, didn't she? Was wasn't Girls Just Want to Have Fun when she was like forty, right? Or maybe, maybe I'm thinking of Sia. Early on, no, that was like Sia's first. Early. It was like, really? For Cindy, that was in the eighties. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I'm gonna Google on you right now. No, 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 no. Yeah. Eighty-four, but she was like. He should do the research. <laughs> what do you need me to look? She was like forty, right? No, in eighty-four, Cindy. How old Lauper? was she then? Maybe talking Cindy Crawford. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about it because right, that's like right. that was back then when age did matter more. And what I'm trying to say is, I feel like age matters less, and I feel like the difference between the sexes, um, in in regards of aging, matters less too. I agree. I'll you do that I mean? later. 
Um, I'm pretty. You let me oh know. How old was she? How old was she? Um, In her 30s. Where are you from? Ohio. Are you really? Yeah. You Midwestern baby. <laughs> where? Are you? Oh yeah, you're from Texas. We've just been talking about that for hours. Are all Midwesterners <laughs> so nice? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're Te- nice. Texas is. I mean, it's <laughs> the South in general. Texas you're like a southern version of nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Ohio has a certain southern thing to it. Oh, very much like the like just. Just baked cookie version, right? Like fresh like out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fresh out the o- oven was, and like ready to like wait, cookie she dinner. She's thirty-two. I guess you are right. She was older. She's thirty-two. Because it was in nineteen eighty-five, and she was born in nineteen fifty-three. Hold on, nineteen eighty-five, nineteen fifty-three. Yeah, she was thirty-two. 32. I thought she was a lot younger than. Yeah. Guess. But you oh, wrote uh, for, for back then. That's late. I guess Madonna, yeah, like a virgin. How old was Madonna? No, that for was like, like a virgin. That was forties back then. So in a way, you were right. Yeah. It was like yeah. In the eighties, thirties was forties. Right, right. She's an old. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Come old on. Man. I mean, yeah. Like, like, it's not. I just saw her play like last. <laughs> now, she's still amazing. Now we got twenty twenty, and it's like you look know at, I sang with her, right? No. Two shows. Cindy Lauper. Oh, she's amazing. She's fucking. Where did you Unbelievable. Two shows in Texas. Really? Yeah. That's and she cool. came into my dressing room before the first show. Um, and she knocked on the door. And she's like, what part of New York is she Queens. from? Queens. She's from she's Queens. Queens. Yeah. Girl. Man, the accent was Ooh, thick. real. Real New York. Thick on that one. Uh, she <laughs> came to, not. she knocked on the dressing room door <laughs> Do the invitation, before the show. Please. And she was like, hi. Uh, oh, this is going to be terrible. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Uh, do you want to come on stage? That's bad. As I'm, do you want to come on stage? And no, that's even worse. Uh, she asked if I wanted to come on stage and um, sing "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" for oh, the shit. and I was. Fuck. Were you the opening act? Eat. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was a f- full band there. Um, there was. Yeah, so so the first night was in Houston, and um, you know, of course, it's like one of those songs that you hear all the time. You know it; you can like sing it word for word. But the second that the source of greatness asks you <laughs> to sing it, you're, you you and up. and she doesn't, you know, there's a reason why she's got like a smoothly running uh, team of musicians around her it's i mean she's cindy fucking lopper she's so amazing. she was she's and incredible then she just made a gazillion dollars on broadway did she really yeah kinky boots uh, oh she killed it oh wait now she t- did kinky you, boots you want to talk about ways to get job security when we get older Bra- it's time broadway? to write broadway musicals wait finish the that, that's that, that's what's up really uh, fuck yeah look at what happened yeah to, kinky boots was yeah. all her yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, she did. She wrote Kiki Boots. Listen, it, I had, did not know this, and I saw, music, I saw it in New York. Everything. Yeah. Not recently. I saw it like three years. That's ago like or. that's serious retirement type of money. That's like I mean, kick so back fun. in your townhouse money. God. <laughs> can we talk? Can we put a footnote on that? Yeah. Just, I really want to have two homes, maybe three. See it and believe it. Put it on your yeah. vision board. Look at it. I want to put it on my. That's vision what. Board. That's what the whole secret thing we were talking about before. 
I just keep talking. I'm like, is it wrong to just want money? I just want money. (laughs) That's it. What does money mean to you? Freedom. I'm comfort. Comfort and freedom. I don't like living without the things that I like. I like, um, I mean, fear. Yeah. Money takes fear away. I want health insurance. <laughs> That's a big ask. You know? That's a I don't big wanna ask like, for a musician, I don't want like Sarah. 50 to come around and be like, still don't have it. Hope nothing happens. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Welcome to my Yeah. <laughs> Joe just got health insurance really? this year. Oh, my God. Or last year. <clears throat> I got it it's at the last fucking minute. It is so weird. I had a friend help me get it. And they were at first they were just like, and it was like, uh, I don't even want to go through it, but it was like, it's and I, it, it's gangster shit. It's like first they're it's like, like okay, a shitty it's like fucking plan. A thousand dollars. It's like I have. I was with my friend doctor. on the phone, and they were like a thousand dollars a month, and she was like, "That's not gonna happen." Like she was badass. She just kept saying, "No, no, no." It was just a negotiation. It got all the way down to like I'm not gonna Wait, say the number. The but health insurance was? Yeah, it was just a straight up was like I forget what we were on. You pay a thousand No, 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 no. It went way down from oh. there. That's where it started. It started at something astronomical. I could be slightly exaggerated. It was like four hundred six hundred dollars a month. It was a lot. Where is all this money and going? Then, where then, is it going? Anyway, anyway, yeah. So it's it's a it's wait, a, but finish your story. I'm sorry. Well, no, that kind of something is to the, be angry about around every corner. My point was like it was just a negotiation. Like she literally talked them so far down from what their starting point was, and they just kind of basically was like, okay, well, what? It's like almost like whatever they could, get. whatever they could get. <laughs> like, That's what it is. There's ri- like, like you think that there's. Sudden, I'm like, it's the wild, wild west. Yes, you you know. It's the wild, wild west. Yeah. Can I go back to Cindy Lauper? Well, wait. Night one. Yes. <laughs> so, but I wanted to talk about her writing a hit with Eminem. Well, we didn't get there yet. We're still on the Cindy Lauper story. Uh, well, the she said. Night. But I brought it with the wild, wild west yes. insurance. And that's also what she says. Writing hip hop is like the wild, wild west. Yes. Okay, go there. See? I'll come back, a, to, come back to Cindy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, we can, let's button up Cindy. Where, what's what's left with Cindy? She's saying girls just want to have fun with Cindy. Well, the first, the first night, night I fucked up, the oh. first night I slightly fucked up the lyrics. Just oh. slightly, like it was like a word. Right. And, and, I, and I, I see it like crystal fucking clear in my head. She looked at me. It was just a look. And it was like. And I saw it and I was like, like, yes, won't happen again. So there was just an exchange. Uh, Wait, what happened? Well, I fucked up. It was just like a slight fuck up with a lyric. What was the fuck up? (sighs) What you going to do with your life when you're going to live your life right? Like somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Uh somewhere in that zone I'd switched something uh and she gave nerves. You yeah, she just kind of like looked at me like with a sternness like uh-huh. And I was like won't happen again with mine and then I said something after the show I was like won't happen again she's like good <laughs> see you tomorrow. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> That's yeah. rough. Yeah, but she was. But it was like but I like that. That's New York. 
it is New York, New York, and I don't want you to. I don't what, want you to sugarcoat it right, at all. Right, and that's what New York is cool. I that's exactly. That is, that I want you to tell me she's exactly the, she's like the queen it is. in New York. Like that's the spirit of New Man. York in a nutshell, right? Yes. And Just then the next exchange. night, I fucking nailed, nailed it. it, and she had me back to nailed her it. dressing room, and, and she then was just, it was all warm and yeah. giggly and cuddly. She's like, "Well, tell me about your life," <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Amazing, really? Yeah, that's you hung awesome." Out. Yeah, I hung out with Cindy. She was doing her like ritual, like wind down. Like it was real chill. Yeah. She, I got the invite, you know. Yeah. I got the wave. You got to the couch. Yes, <laughs> the exactly. Exactly. Wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's great. Um, I didn't actually meet him in M though. I did. No, you just wrote the hook. Wrote the hook, and I met Dre. You met Dre? I had dinner with Dre. Whoa, go into that, please. <laughs> That's insane. Let's button everything yeah. else. That, yeah. <laughs> it's, it is fucking insane. That's, it's like seven years amazing. ago now, and I'm like, I cannot believe. Like when yeah. we were watching the, have y'all watched the Defiant ones? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was I had great. dinner with him. Right. He told me about that. Like, <laughs> just like, I won't stop bragging about it. Don't. Why should you? <laughs> Keep manifesting that. Yeah. Well, it, it, it so it came about because I I had this project with a producer named S1, who's a hip hop producer. He's also a part of Eric Badu's band, yeah, the Cannabinoids. Kind of big time, right? He is big time. Yeah. Um, so we started a, a <coughs> project together, um, but before any of that, he had he had tweeted he had sent me a, a direct message on Twitter, and was like, "Hey, would you want to write some some?" Uh, how do you hear about you? Well, because uh, the Cannabinoids, Erica Badu's band, did a remix of one of my songs. Nice. Um, so anyways, that kind of came about through just meeting everyone. I mean, there's like 15, I think there's 15 musicians in her band. Um, and so I hadn't remembered meeting us, but he was one of the musicians. And uh, he messaged me and was like, do you want to write some hip hop hooks? And I was like, fuck mm -hmm. yes. And yeah. no one had ever given me that chance, nor would anyone make that jump that someone who could write Clementine could, could do this. Yeah, but it's like D but it's, Dido did the- Yeah, and, and ever, like, I'm like, can we all agree that she's flat? Like she's, she sings flat through the whole song. We can edit that out, right? Isn't it like she's, it. it's like I, flat I notes. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I never paid attention. But that, that was how her... So, so flat. Yeah, but it's kind of emotional when you do it. But you know what I mean? I think... <laughs> that's her general delivery on, on all her stuff. I don't know. I mean, collect your check, mommy. I'll go it, on tour anytime, so... It, it, it sounds emotional. What, I know what you mean. I guess you I know, but like sometimes you know how like the Velvet Underground guitars in the early days are kind of like out of tune and they sound so they're so emotional. Yeah, like, I love it. You don't like it? I like a little goof. Harry Nelson was like the perfect combo of those two worlds. Huh. There was that goof and there was the pitch problem every once in a while, but um, it was just a blended world. Too much sad. I'm like, Jesus. I know, but I used to be so sad. 
<laughs> and we like that as younger, like younger, like younger versions of me, like want to dive yeah. into that world. Yeah. I don't really. I, know, want, I don't I'm like. No, I don't want I it anymore it. either because you know why? Because now I know real darkness. Yes. And when you know real darkness, you don't fuck with darkness. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Let me I'm keep, not digging for that. Let shit. me keep darkness yeah. as far the fuck away as possible. <laughs> like I see you, you know buddy. What I mean, I, see I ain't you fucking coming. with you. Nah, I gotta go on a run. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. You did not. Nah. I'm like, don't. Nah, we, we ain't going there. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, but when you're you young, you're like, yes. When you're a teenager. You're like, and that's how, like. Because you know you're far from dying when you're yes. a teenager. You know you are, and you, like, there's, like, a. Um, it's like a fuel, I think, when you're just starting out writing songs. Yeah. So you're like, I'm so sad. And I'm 15 and I'm writing songs like I've just seen the world. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't. Like, I listen to older shit. I'm like, what the fuck was I going through? You lived with I know, but then mom like, and dad and like, yeah, you're but doing check out, like, fine. Rimbo, when he was 17, he wrote all that amazing shit that still stands the test of time. Rimbo? Rimbo. Arthur Rimbaud. You never heard of him? Really? No. Is that my dumb? He's a poet. Never heard R- of him. <laughs> Rimbaud. Uh, really? I, I mean, sounds like somebody, somebody I would know. R-I-M-B-A-U-D. Like, I think, didn't like Leo play him in a movie or I something? I don't know. Rimbaud? I'm like, Rimbaud. I don't read, Arthur Joseph. Rimbaud. It's a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, his poetry is amazing. He was 17, and he never wrote after he was 17, I guess. See, I even hate that story. I know. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a weird story. I'm like, oh, poor Ram. Like, but no, also... I, I, yeah, yeah, he... Uh, he came to a, a weird conclusion in life. I think really? He, he got bitter about life. At 17? Yeah, he. But if you read his poetry, it's insane. I it's mean, like, everyone's got a different life and a different yeah. brain. You know, I'm just yeah. judging everyone else's life through my lens. Right. So it's. I'm like, well. Maybe. As you get older, do you feel like you become accumulate yourself as a person, or become a whole new person all the time? Uh, both. Yeah. I think the parts that, uh, if you're mindful enough to, to stick with, uh you know, your own happiness and maintaining yeah. that. I think both are very, very possible and they live together simultaneously. Yeah, they coexist. Yeah. Um, I do feel like an entirely different person. Uh, maybe that's just why I'm like, maybe that's why I was 15 minutes late. You know, like I'm just kind of. I I've, felt like at that I moment you had, you had changed from, that, from what I knew of you. Right. It's just kind of. <laughs> I didn't know you before. <laughs> we still give what do we call them shoulder shrubs or whatever. What are the like noogies? Noogies, these like the, elbow bumps. Yeah, oh yeah. Like when you did y'all ever do that? Elbow bumps. <laughs> like did you bump noogies. elbows with your friends? No. Oh. <laughs> noogies. <laughs> noogies is like this. Thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I oh, thought you were about I'm noogies. like noogies. That's one of those words that, that just became be, weird to me. It is weird. Nookies. The more you say But I it, know what you're talking nookies. about. It's, it's a bad word. It just sounds weird. It is weird. this. Yeah, but it's that. Noogie. I noogie. don't even like the activity of the noogie either. 
I I don't like the word. I don't like the activity. Either one. Can we circle back to the M M story for a second? I'm so, like, I hear, so, I hear you're like so, focus breathing. You're like, listen, guys, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm, I'm like, done. nose breathing. You're like, you left nose me on Cindy. Now yeah. you're leaving me on M M. Like he asked you to come write hip hop hooks. What happened then? Oh, so S uh, uh, tweeted at me. Yeah. Direct message. We were talking about yeah. Through. <laughs> No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> like I'm on my horse and I just like trap background to the subject. Um, oh man, that's funny. So <laughs> I was like, yes. Uh, met up with him like a few days later. Um, he seemed amazing. He sent me this uh, track, which was the instrumentation for Bad Guy. And at the time I was uh, just moving out of my now ex-wife uh but then girlfriend uh was moving out and i was helping her move and and uh i was in the driveway because there was just like just a lot of ruckus moving ruckus going on so uh i (coughs) heard it and like 15 minutes later fucking wrote the the track in in my nissan versa and just kind of was like yeah it's amazing like sent it and you cut it in the in the car in the car and then garage man (laughs) Using what? A microphone? Mm-mm. Just that 2010, the, like, pre-Jobs uh, passing, like, the 2010 uh, MacBook was incredible. Right. Uh, and I didn't, not one time did I did I use a mic. Um, but we, I mean, just to be clear, we re-recorded yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, sent it to him. He was like, I think he said, uh, uh, you're the truth, or Jaffe, you're the truth. And I was like, hell, yes. Right. So six months later, uh, you know, after hearing that Eminem wanted to do the track and it was just kind of like uh, back and forth and we wouldn't hear anything six months later without even signing anything or nothing. um, The back of the record leaked and uh, Bad Guy was number one. And so... I, of course, since then have uh, signed something, but uh, it, he had, (laughs) he had taken, he took bad guy and then split it up uh, into two separate songs, but under the same title. So what became, I think that there were, outside of me and S, I didn't know, uh, there's a producer named uh, M Phases, that was also doing something on the track. So outside of S and M, like, uh, in phases, I just didn't know who else was involved. Um, and I also just didn't know that um, eight people could make one instrumental track. I was mm-hmm. like, what? I just didn't know. There's so many uh, yeah. things that I learned, one of which is like, Eminem's got 50 people in front of him. Uh, you know what I'm saying it's not like a direct contact thing it was just like he has no idea who I am and um, is not looking at it I would imagine from like a this girl's amazing it's just like yeah this hook (laughs) is strong right and they were originally supposed to replace me with Rihanna which is kind of what I was hoping for because I knew if Riri was on the track then it more yeah 
but you know, I was just like a no name, so I didn't even get like the a feature or anything, which was a bummer. But also, but your voice is on it. Yeah, I wrote it and and sang it, but they wouldn't because I, I didn't. I mean, this was seven, eight years ago. That's. But it, I, mean, I mean, it's not that long ago. But also, I mean, I don't know. I don't care. It was like, a, is this a good problem? Probably. That's a good one. Yeah. So, but that's got to be good for the the old feeding you your porridge too, right? Uh, it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Did you meet with Dre? Uh, Un- totally unrelated. Unrelated to, it, yeah. to that? How explain that? Um, so about a year later, um. I was in Los Angeles with with S1. We were meeting with uh, I don't know some A&R person uh, at a label, and um, the meeting got canceled. And so well, we were just like we moved the time, and then like two hours later, S texted me from his hotel room, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to go to um, do you want to go have dinner with Dre?" Um, they're going to the the uh, Ivy, and I was like, "Bro, yeah. yes, yeah. like, <laughs> just really, uh, uh like, I'm, I'm, it was question? like, just like someone was just like, th- like, just handling fireworks in my chest, and I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, <gasps> and then I just immediately like flash back to like being in." my sister's 1988 Buick with like the saggy roof, you know, like when the, the interior of a car just starts to like collapse collapse and just like bumping Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, like uh, fucking tonic, like just Mm -hmm. chronic. <laughs> but we know what you meant. Tonic. Did I say tonic? Yeah. As the remix. Someone just took the rug. And was like, You're not fucking cool. <laughs> you aren't. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. Um, You're cool, man. You're cool uh, as hell. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I fucking know my shit. And don't you hit you like, matter. the tonic, <laughs> bitch? That doesn't, that doesn't the tonic. The tonic. That is... You know, I, I listen to Dre, the, the Tonic. <laughs> oh, my God, there was a band named Tonic. Still, Anyways, still. so we go we go to the Ivy. It's the whitest band ever, too. I'm like, it's all, it's like a youth, it's a youth praise and worship band. GCD, there we go. I fuck with those chords, though. I don't know. Um, they might not be the whitest band. I'm just kidding. I could think we can I, go through that list later because there are plenty. Um I so it went and I was freaking out. I was also just trying to like compose myself because I knew the second I started uh, texting, like I wanted to text my sister, and I was like, "You gotta hold off, like, yeah, because I'm off. just I don't want my phone buzzing. And like, you don't want to create that energy of you nah, being a spaz. No, at all. And, and, it's, and, a, it's, and just, it's an inside job. It is an inside it starts job. from the right. No, but for real, this is a deep point that you didn't do this. It, it just, <laughs> I just, just kept away from my phone. And right, so we show call. up to the Ivy and it's me, S1, and like, it's Dr. Dre, and then four of Dre's like, dudes. Like, just hard ass looking dudes. Bodyguards? 
They looked like bodyguards. They huh. were like built like Ninja Turtles. Damn. So <laughs> me, this, this like on, <laughs> albino girl, like <laughs> sitting with these guys, everyone was looking at me because they were like, who's this hard ass bitch that's rolling with Dre? Right. And Dre's like bodyguards, like, so I, I don't know, like they didn't talk a whole lot. Dre was really, um, so nice and so i think the thing that inspired me most about him was how earnest he was he was still like it's cool to see musicians who've been uh working their entire lives for longer than i've been alive and still have a curiosity yeah. despite all the success despite literally <clears throat> have heard he's heard everything um and he was just very inquisitive and really just very, very lovely guy and listen to him talk about the um, uh, the hologram, the Tupac hologram. Oh, really? During Coachella. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It was Coachella? That what was year was that? the first time they did it. I, don't know, I like saw that. Five or six it years It was ago, fucking insane. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird, but he was talking about uh, just that experience of kind of coming up with that idea and then talking to Tupac's mom about it and oh, it was his idea seeing people yes wow. seeing people uh literally pass out when that happened yeah. I mean I can't I can't imagine seeing that as his mom uh how weird that must have been but right everyone grieves differently so it's just like yeah that's weird it's it seems weird to me but I don't know maybe if I lost a son i'd want to see a hologram i don't know yeah i don't know but uh it's interesting or it's weird it is but he was an icon and so it was just a really powerful moment and uh, we, we were just staring at the future in a very weird way but anyways so he talked about that and then he invited us back to the studio which was on like it's like i don't know like i just kind of like blew apart i was like right i'm all over the place my Parts are just floating in space. I'm so excited. Like, right. you want us to come back? And I'm just like, right. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> don't, I still haven't touched my phone. Uh, he's just like bumping tracks, the, uh, the unreleased shit. Like, he, I think he actually played us some uh, R. Kelly and uh, stuff that no one would ever hear. And um, he just wasn't incredible. He was so kind and... We listened to some of S tracks. They just, I How mean. How did his music sound when he was bumping it in his own studio? In his own studio? Yeah. Oh, his, his friends were giving insane? him shit because this was pre uh, Apple uh, Beats deal. Uh -huh. And um, they were just giving him shit. They're like, oh, turn up your Dre speaker. Like, it's just like, uh, just giving him shit. And, yeah. um, did you try to like insert yourself somehow and be like, oh, I'm like work with me, kind of? I was gonna ask the same question. No, like no. if you approached that or you just didn't. Left no. your card behind. No. Drop the Eminem. And thing. I truly think that like if someone's in the room, she that I don't the know. Thing yet. And oh, I'm and I'm hosting. No, I did. Oh, you I, did. I had already had it, and I don't know. Did you know. tell him that? I don't know that he put the two together. Right. Uh, I mean, I would imagine that he knew. Right. I don't see, now I don't see why he wouldn't have known. But he would have known that, I would have thought. There's and a lot of that, details that, that I, point, I'm And sure if you that have I'm, that thing, 
to me, you're, it's completely within reasonable. It would be weird for you not to like mention it to him at that. Like, I wrote the hook for I mean? bad guy. Right. It was nice to meet you. <laughs> no, but it would be like odd if you spent the night with the guy. Like, it, yeah, it, he worked. Like, it's not like he doesn't work with him. And now, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. It, that would be very bizarre. It would be bizarre. If you it didn't would be know. bizarre. So let's assume that Dre did know. Yeah. Um, I still didn't talk, and I, I don't know. Like in my head, like if I'm the host and there's one person in the room who's right. not talking, I'm gonna want to inquire you know i'm yeah. in a sense like th this person's quiet like how do i engage and so he asked like a few questions in the studio um and s played him a few tracks that we were working on and um okay yeah 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 so it's yeah. just like i felt like at this point like not no, me not touching good. my phone and me really just listening and shutting the fuck up yeah uh i just felt it just felt like right for the room yeah. uh i I mean, this guy, again, like, not only has he heard everything, he's also, I mean, what am I going to say? It's going to be really important to me, but he, like, who fucking cares? You know? Great. Good job. You know? <laughs> cool. Great voice. Bye. Forget you in a second. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah no. I, You're pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> you should go into comedy. She's telling it like it is. Much different story. What? Don't you think being a funny person in real life yeah. is... I don't know. I'm like, it I don't know. Do we know comedians? Do I know comedians? Do you, yeah, I, yeah. Do you... Uh, when Aren't you're on stage... Do, uh, um, maybe. Yeah, when you're on stage, um, do you have good banter with the audience? Are you like this? Um, is this part of your personality come through? I try, yeah. I try to be funny. If, I, I always default to the like the the voice that I've done a gajillion times since I've been here, which is something I don't even notice anymore. Which is what? And will also just prevent me from ever listening back to this podcast, which is just like the... Like that kind of... Right. Just like, hi guys, like dressing up <laughs> everything because I can't be... Something has to be cloaked... <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah, just like, hi guys. Oh, I'm like, well, um, which that I'm telling you that smut lady. I was like, that is like my Aunt Teresa in uh -huh. Tyler, Texas. Like that is my Aunt Beverly on my dad's. Like it's just like that. That woman, that voice was like so many um, females in my life, um, saying something that sounded. I don't know, like something you would, something someone would say in a lucid dream. You're just like, what? Uh, but she was from Virginia. Fun fact: that stranger was from Virginia. Hmm. Uh, what, what's what's been the reaction to the album Smut? And like, also specifically, did you get any interesting reactions to the using that as the title? Yes. Uh, strangely, and not so strangely, a lot of weird uh, Facebook messages from. Creepy men. Uh, a lot. Just like, oh, let me check this out. Like, well, this was a, a marketing tactic I didn't wasn't aware of at the time, but now that I'm, I'm like, you guys are definitely my demographic for sure. Now that you're tapping yeah, into it, I'm like, oh god, it's the underbelly of the underbelly, you know. Uh, oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
I the reaction's been underbelly. warm. Underbelly? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I know. Especially in this context. I know. Underbelly. <laughs> it's gross. Look right there in, on his, in his underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smut in his underbelly. Yeah. <laughs> underbelly. Ew. Ew. You just, I immediately like see like a, like a piggy belly. Like a little pot belly, like right. diaper bottom piggy. Ugh. Underbelly. <laughs> so what happened with the underbelly of smut? Um, it was received kindly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm fine. Good. Yeah. I think. Um, I think that smut was maybe more for me, more than anything, and it was just kind of like a. The, uh, the cool things that happen when you're open and you just make music that feels good to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard for me to separate that. And I mean, it's a success because of that for me. Right. So, But I don't, I mean, there were a few reviews on it. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm not, I'm like running in place. Do you feel like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm just running in place. Yeah. And so I'm like, no one knows who the fuck I am. And I don't know that I should be figuring out ways and spending so much time and energy on just like creating new content. Yeah. And it, that's the work. Uh-huh. And so it's just. And keeping I, And it makes me. F- yeah. It makes me feel like I'm doing something when I'm. Uh, supporting a record but when that record is like it comes and goes so fucking quick that it's just like there's a very weird depression I mean a depression that happens it's just kind of like it also (sighs) becomes harder to like you know how hard it is to make these fucking things usually like it takes so much and then when that happens a few times, like where it just comes and goes, you're like, it's even hard to get the motivation to keep making them. You're just like, right. really, I got to do this again? Does but that, I wouldn't do anything else. Does that right. hit the next day after it comes out for you guys? I mean. The release day is no. like not a big deal. I'm like, meh. It's always like the the figuring out how to portray the, the new songs live and being really eager to do that like perfectly. Um but then I, I like I p- show like performing just makes me I, it's I, it's not that I don't like it it's not that I'm fine on stage yeah. it just doesn't feel uh, I've been saying it's like the 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 right direction wrong lane like yeah. it just feels like not really my lane anymore like I I don't know performing live is just not where my whole heart is right it's something that I do um when it creates other opportunities um, or when it, you know, pays for my living, I'll, I'll do it. But I, um, I don't know. I just would rather be in the studio. So it's like that depression kind of starts uh, and manifests as anxiety in a bunch of different ways. The second the record is finished. Right. Yeah. The waiting period of like waiting on a release, like, a date, like first you get the date, and it's just like so much build up mm. for you know audience of one. It's just like the build up is for me, and like no one else is thinking, no one ingests music like that yeah. anymore. So it's right. just 
I, 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 my, the way that I'm thinking about music is, it feels like I'm just starting to catch up with how things are done now. I know, but it's just, but it's, you can't, it's like how you can trick yourself into keep making things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you feel like, I don't feel like I have to, like, it's really the only thing that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean. I don't know if I mean that trick. Trick? Yeah. You mean it like uh, keep keeping? I mean, you know, like I mean that in the same way. I mean, just like how keeping you get, the the vivacity. Yeah, the enthusiasm. Yeah. for it, you know, keeping your passion for life alive. You know, fighting off depression. Yeah. I guess is another way of putting yeah. it. You know, but don't <sighs> you think the live experience? gives you something that the studio experience can't give you like I, I don't know once I'm on the road I like it I like performing I like uh, you don't like performing for people you don't like doing that is there any part of you like it uh I like I like the the um camaraderie of it with my bandmates I like that what about the feedback you get from people immediately no the feedback it shows yeah uh, that's never really been fun. Really? <laughs> like, well, I yeah, because it, I, I, people are so quick to project who you think you are, who they think you are. Sorry, uh, I don't. I gathered around a merch table, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't like. Uh, I don't know. It feels like it feels like I'm being imposed upon the second I'm done. I don't like. There's like a personal space. There's like a weird the anxiety energy, yeah. tied into performing that I, I still haven't quite yeah. figured out. I used to put labels on it <coughs> super quickly, so I'm slow to say that I hate playing live. I don't hate it. Yeah. I just I'm like I haven't really figured out what what it what it will take for me to love it. Yeah. And That's I don't know the, I mean, maybe just not being on a 15 passenger, maybe it's the comforts that I, that make me not like playing shows. I don't like, you know, being on time to, to something, a load in, and then the sound guy's like nowhere and you're like, cool. Well, I drove nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that you have to eat lunch and you're, you know. And then you have a bad attitude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then no, just I, like some, you know, it, like when you're on the I'll, road, I'll, it's I just will kind say, of like. Yeah, I'll say this. This is really true. Like the low, the, the sort of like, you know, I'm going to try to word this in a way that's not gnarly. <laughs> but like, word the it fucking, in, the, in the gnarliest Okay, way. the Bush League's vibe of like, or you know what I mean? Like those, that level. Yes. Like the lower levels of it, it's harder and harder. People don't really uh, understand. Also, you're dealing with shitty sound systems sometimes, uh. and like so you and, and you know <clears throat> people go there, they compare you to when they went and saw you too, you know, or some yes. shit like that. That's what I'm saying. And like, it's like, I, I and, don't and you like, like, there's like really. a house guy, and it's like he's pissed off at you already, and you have to like set up all your gear ahead of somebody else in front like 10 seconds before you go on it's the and then it's schlepping monitor, i'm like, like every day is south by know? southwest it's except like, just like yeah. where we park it's, it's just like, kind of like Ugh. so yeah and then it's <laughs> yeah how many stairs uh, do i have and, to carry this and gear? so if you do a whole tour like that it is it is really 
It's 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 absurd. It gets to the point, and you can't complain about it because if you do, everybody's like, "Oh, poor rock and roll star!" Like, <laughs> like the minute you do that, but it, it's like it's really it's laughable half the time. It is laughable. Here's another thing: my body, somewhere down the line, like two years into touring, figured mm. out that I don't I don't like this right this world, and so I physically started break. I would get sick every fucking mm. tour and my label was just kind of always like yo I remember this one specific tour it was just like I got uh, uh, bronchitis like mm. my voice just fucking went and we were in Portland which is a quick 32 hours from Texas like we had just driven across the country so um, my body just it started this uh, revolt yeah like where my body would say like no we don't want to before I had the choice so it was right. just kind of yeah um, figuring out ways to hold on in an environment that is just yeah it's an it, underbelly it is it's chaotic I, I can see exactly what you're saying I, something happens to me where I kick into this like mid uh, west work ethic dude and I just go into it so hardcore and um, I get into it in that way yeah, and almost like laugh at the absurdity of it. Like, especially like when it's like a thing, like I just described with the sound guy and the feedback and all that. <laughs> I just, it's almost kind of like, you know, like being in like a hailstorm and going to God, like bring it on. I can, you know, like yes. it's so funny. Like you just like, like just whatever. Parallel park whatever. that van. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like what the fuck fucking ever. Got it. I'm going to yeah. still make this show Happen. insanely good. Like, I will drive you know, through this blizzard so that I can make it yeah. for a four o'clock load in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Just like for this unfulfilled writer slash non existent. Um, yeah. I mean, how are how, ticket sales? How? Not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Not green. Not green. <laughs> Not green. <laughs> Sounds like you should be writing for others more and just stick to the I studio. Think that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a routine in the studio. Yeah. There's a, um, a second chance, a third yeah. chance, a fourth chance. Routine is something artists have a hard time coming by. I mean, routine, you know what I mean? Because if you don't have a nine to five and you have to make your own hours and stuff like that. I'm still, like, I am very ritualistic. Yeah. Um, but I have a hard time with creating a routine. Yeah, me too. That's where I need like a fucking trainer. Have you written for others? Yeah. Yeah, we just talked about it. Well, other than Eminem. Other um yeah, there's so been like a couple of of other hip hop artists, a few others. Uh there's a few uh Texas artists that I've collaborated with or co-wrote songs with. I mean, I co-wrote Smut with with Aaron. Um and also just uh just now started uh, being officially hired as a, a producer on stuff. So, that's um, good. which is, I'm like, ah, oh, this is my suit. Yeah. That's Telling people what to do. You did that yeah. too, yeah. right, Joe? Uh-huh. Started producing. A like, little bit. I really like it. But I, what I need to, um, I think my uh, shortcoming is not, sometimes I feel like uh, I'm not able to communicate the way that I would like to in terms of uh, musicality. Like I, I d didn't go to school for music. And so like a lot of my bandmates who did, 
you know, like just by playing with them over the years, like I've learned so much just through them. Like they were my textbooks when it came to like music theory and stuff. Yeah. Um, but outside of that world, like I just didn't have the language uh, to communicate when I was making, you know, records in 2010, 2011, like I didn't have the language um, to communicate what exactly it is that I wanted. Um, so I feel like the last 10 years was just like figuring out how to say that and say it. Um, like, to, like where it feels like my brain is like satiated. Like, yes, that's what you wanted to say. You know, that feeling of like being gratified with, I said exactly what I needed to say yeah. and how I wanted to say it. And it's received. Um, so once that started happening and just like little like, uh, you know, bursts of, of, uh, what's the chemical in your brain? That's endorphins. Endorphins would just like be like, yeah. What do you think like, makes this a good is what producer? You should do. Um, someone who is open and, uh, um, funny i think humor goes a long fucking way in a studio i think it's about building the other artist up psychologically yes. like you have to almost yes. be there like psychologist psychologist yeah don't you think absolutely um i think people who are creative and are in a studio um i think once everyone's wheels get turning in their own way um it's really easy to to like isolate and just like create your own lane where you're just like not involving anybody else. But I, I do think that it is a constant uh, thing that one has to remind themselves that it is not your record and it is not about making what you want. Like let this person speak and this is theirs and this is their passion project. And so at, at the end of the day, it's like whatever it is that they want. Yeah, well, um, the best producers bring out the best in the artists they're producing. Yeah. So I'm just kind of figuring out my language. And also, um, you know, the, the term producer has been thrown around so hard yeah. in 10 years. And I'm like, it but what so do you do? <laughs> yeah, it can I'm, I'm like kind of forgetting. Like, I'm like, well. It could be somebody I who think. goes and gets the coffee all the way to somebody who writes and records and sings the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like it's yeah. every job in between. It's like it's a job that doesn't really have a direct definition. Or a job that gets credit where credit is due. Sometimes. I, um, I, I'm very much that person. I'm like, am I the girl who's like, well, I deserved that. Like I feel like just in this period in, of growth and just like newness in my life, like I – I'm so territorial with ideas with ideas and and with your weed vape can I say oh that shit again? I'm sorry man. <laughs> uh, Jesus, shit, I'm so sorry this guy. can see where your head's at <laughs> don't you want to hear me drown the fuck on I do actually oh man uh, no go ahead what were you saying it's actually good that you stopped because the fact that I don't remember what the well, fuck you were I was territorial talking about with ideas. tells me everything. Okay. Territorial, um, like you're territorial with ideas. Yeah, I just, I'm it's like... An interesting point. Because I don't know, I feel like everyone's roles in, in the studio nowadays 
are, there's not a clear division. It's just kind of like, I, I think that I like that. I want to know what everyone's role is. And What's your that, sign? Let's guess. Virgo? I don't know. Scorpio? I used to think that I had a really good uh, talent for li- I have no Libra rising. I'm a Libra. Wait, I'm a Libra moon. You're a Libra? Yeah. I fuck with Libra. I know. We're artists. I always. love Libras. Snoop Dogg is a Libra. I just found that out. Uh, <laughs> I, that's the third time that you've mentioned Snoop? I also love him. Uh, oh, yeah. He was on the tonic. Uh, I Wait, what were, what, did, what were you saying right before that? What's your sign? Oh, yeah. Guess. Um, Aquarius? Yes. Well, how did you guess that? Well, it was my Wikipedia? Was it was my fourth guess. I wish you wouldn't have told he me what yours was. I get before. to guess yours. Yeah, go for it. I get three guesses. Okay. I make the rules. That gives you a 25% First guess. of getting it right. I'm going to say cancer. Nope. There's a, there's a clock. <laughs> yeah, come on. This part is boring. Sorry. I'm going to say... Are you are you a wild card? Like, do most people get it wrong? Where I they're like, no, no oh, I, never, I, I never thought you were no Sagittarius. <laughs> no one's ever brought it up. Yeah. Because no. you know why? Because who fucking cares? Right. <laughs> but we're still, I'm like, what can I know more about me? How can I know more Joe about me? the cable. Guess the other two. It? Yeah, I'll fix it in a second. Oh, there you go. There Even you go. the fucking sound equipment's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> now you completely yeah. shut no, up. No, no, it's working now. Mine is out. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Guess you'll never know. There you go. Rather. Uh, great. We'll we never know what your there. sign is. What's your sign? Jeff? Wait. <laughs> Are you a Gemini? Gemini. <laughs> this guy. You Me. wouldn't have got it. January. Me, my father, and my grandfather. Okay, now we go around and guess days. No, I'm just no but I was trying to get to the point where why do you think everything needs to be organized? Like, where does that organizational, like, eh, eh, everything oh, in its right my place? my ego. Because, yeah. like, if I if but, I but you know your feel... ego is not your amigo. No, it's not. But it also stunt doubles as, like, <laughs> uh, self-preservation sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, like... I'm like, I get defensive because I, you know, like sometimes people get fucked over and you learn these weird things and your brain just is like on a weird path. And so, so I just, you want things to be more organized. I want things to be more organized because I, I don't know. I'm really, I'm, I'm maybe a little too focused on like giving credit where credit is due. And I don't like that mindset in the, in the studio. And it's something that happens when policing I'm, ideas kind of thing. Yeah, I I don't fuck with that in studio, but it's like a part of my anxiety post of just kind of like I don't know, just it's it's like the dilapidation of a of a house that you just fucking built. Yeah. It's just like a part of it. Like and I don't like that. And yeah. so um I don't know, there's just so many anxieties that go to like post uh, record making going into touring. Like there's so so much uh that I'm still learning. I don't know like what stems from what or like, but I just, I think I like organization because a lot of times things in my head feel messy and very blurred. 
Yeah. Um, but it's just not the way it is, and so it's. Is your apartment messy? I'm incredibly clean. Really? Oh, like OCD. Really. OCD. I wish I was like that. Really? Oh my god. Oh, I cannot. Just have her over. She'll clean the place in a I'm, second. Well. <laughs> we gotta be real homies like yeah, i don't fuck, I don't fuck like, with other people's yeah. mess <laughs> come on, dude, that's I'm like you worked ass. real hard on this mess i'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna come in and disrupt this is it years yeah. of work nah that's how do you how did you get to be that way were you just always like that i uh i mean maybe i'm sure there were little inklings that i was going to be like that but i i think i got to be like that when i started working uh as I a, think a young adult like all footloose and fancy everything free. that i read about aquarians i'm like i don't feel like that i don't feel like mother earth like we're all like yes but i'm not like the i, I don't know aquarians are always just do you have betrayed. a prayer life do you pray or do you believe in god i was raised to believe in god it's hard to get away from that once you're raised on it um i would definitely like to believe that we're all a part of something bigger than ourselves. I don't know that we are. Um, I think it feels good and it's always felt good enough to me just to wonder. I think that that's what everyone's doing. Cause I'm like, you don't fucking know. Nobody so, knows, but it's, yeah. like, it's like what your faith is <sighs> or like, or do you pray? I, I think if you pray or not, that's a big call out. Yeah, I mean, I, think some I, atheists I do think and that they say, oh, yeah, I pray. It's like, OK, well, then you're not really an atheist if you're praying to something. Well, I like the I, I like the idea of there being um, an afterlife. I think everyone does. Everyone doesn't want to. I don't know that I want to believe like uh, that. It just fucking ends. It's I, over. I, I, I but I also don't want to spend yeah, but the, eternity. I'm like no. eternity. But no, I don't think thank it's just, you. I don't think it can just end. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's gonna just end. I, I do know, know, like no like, one's got it right. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, no one has it. You know, that's your feet touching dude. it all the time, all right. dude. You dude. need to get a new fucking cable, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> you guys, <laughs> gear wears down after get eighty a episodes. Cable. Get a cable. No, but uh. How long after? No, hold on. I wanted to. She yeah. was on a good point about oh, what happens after we die. <laughs> that was a good one. I didn't want to go off of that. Nothing <laughs> happens. We die. Do you ever no, just like I, chime into your own combo and you're like, I, think I, I just hate did. us all. I hate us. Like if you were to listen, you ever have those moments where you're like, if I were that person listening to us, I would hate us. So many people are going to listen to this. And possibly some will hate us, but I think a lot of. Do people, you ever have those moments though, where you're I like on the train a, with I your friend care. and you're like, Melissa, shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like someone's voice where they're like, oh, and he was like, wow, oh, 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 like those tones. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, just like do it, like. Oh. And I have those friends. I love those friends, but like sometimes I'm just like. Can is like looking at us like we're dumb and we're not <laughs> but i'm that's why i love being in new york because like the self-awareness like it just goes like 
like I gave I had too much space to think about like what people thought of me so I'm like shedding that now why'd you pick Queens because my girlfriend lives there it's easy oh so you got a friend was she already here yeah she was are you guys living together I mean pretty much oh okay I mean I have I pay rent at another place and it's fine the people there are really nice um but I haven't been in a roommate situation and so this is so that's nice. It's like I'm like 23 again, all, all over again. I'm you were like single for a long time. After single, the living alone. It was so so you dope, um, and my apartment was rad. And I knew that like that was like the um, the twilight. Like it was like enjoy it before it just like it's dust in the wind because mm-hmm. this apartment, this washer and dryer, the stackable, this huge closet. Like these things are not going to be a part of your life in New York. Um, right. So enjoy. And I soaked up every. I did laundry every day for like the last two months. I was like doing laundry every day. You like uh, doing laundry every day? I yeah, I do. God, I want to be like that. I love. The, it's just a. Pro, I'm What's saying this is a ritual. Do? So like, I'll lose my shit on tour. Yeah. I, there's specifically that ex- a time. That really explains why. I see. I function well uh, on tour. That's why, because I can just like live in one pair of pants for six months. Nope. I can do that. I can't stand it. I can do that. I, I have something to, like about a me shower likes has that. to happen uh, you know. like every day. No, I need that too. But but sometimes don't you know. don't get it. Yeah, sometimes you don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I go to the yoga on the road now. I go to like, I do showers at the yoga place. I took a shower right before I came here. Not in my house. Again, I feel like (laughs) it's like different for dudes on tour. Yeah. Just like, I don't know. I can just like pee on the side of the road. It's like that mentality everywhere. For me. Right. I mean, I have girlfriends that are, that are musicians that also tour that like, uh, just are good at it. Because yeah. they don't need those things, too. They're just, like, Some fine, people like it. But I, I, I like it. I, I know what you mean about living in the studio, but I, I love performing, too. Really? I do. And that, and that makes it okay, like, those crazy feedback moments and all that shit. Because it's, like, I actually really love performing. I mean, part of me dreads it, too. So it's not like I don't get it. You know, I'm getting ready yeah. to go on tour right now. I, really? As soon as I leave here, I'm going to Canada tonight. I'm going. Oh, to, that's right. I'm going to Toronto. Oh. You got a week <coughs> run. So that's it's cool. like, yeah, like and I'm doing. And then you got a European run. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. So I'll be living that, what we're just talking about, in moments. Well, now that, as you were talking, you know? I realized but that, But I'm like, looking you, forward to it. You It'll can't really be... Uh, if you started out playing music, like it was inserted, it was uh, it performing was a part of it. Like yeah, we've how, all been yeah. like taught, like that the performing is a that's part of this. That's how I started doing it, though. I mean, I started exactly. in high school in a professional blues rock band, playing five nights a week. And you probably loved it. I loved it. I made yeah. fifty bucks a night in high yeah. school. It was crazy. See, I'm still like I. I want those moments again. The purity of just like not giving a shit and like yeah. like drink tickets are my payment again. Like it's just like right. I those are the most the beginner's f- mind. Yeah, the beginner's mind, and That's so the it's Zen just, thing. Have yeah. you ever read any of that stuff? The Zen and the beginner's mind. I feel like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I just made that. <laughs> title I haven't. I haven't. I haven't read it. Uh, no, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, it's then in the art of motorcycle maintenance. 
It doesn't exist. No, I just made I just made up Zen in the beginner's mind. There's probably He's a gonna book. write it when he gets home. There's probably a book that is called. That. It's so fucked up, bro. And I also fucking agree. As like, I think I know it. She's like, oh yeah, so no, but there is one called Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. That is oh. that's a book. So I did. Then I was Great. yeah. So that's a book. really yeah Zen in the art of Zen and maintenance. the birds of appetite. <laughs> Is there Zen in the beginner's mind? Uh, zen and <laughs> oh, I think there might be. Hold on. There probably is. Yeah, Zen, zen mind, beginner's mind by Shuren Suzuki. Yeah, that's who I'm. Audible. <laughs> So it's Zen Mind, comma, Beginner's Mind. Can yes. I show you That's the, title. the book that I got as I was walking out the door? Was it this book? No. Here's the big part of why I don't like touring. Have you heard of misphonia? No, I've what is that? It. it literally means the hatred of sound. Misphonia? The hatred of what? Sound. Oh, misophonia, really? Sound. yeah. You have that? Yeah, it makes uh, touring really difficult. It's certain sounds, though. It's one of the, it's one of the strangest things. It's also like I've had really? it my whole life. So really? Yeah. Misophonia. What is that? How do you how did you find out about it? Um, well, because I always had it, and um, just as I've gotten older, like I see uh, that it is a thing that I've all just always fucking had. I remember being in my car seat and feeling certain ways, like when. Strong reaction to specific sounds. Are you Googling that? Uh, Misophonia like, may I cause a reaction like to sounds such as dripping anger. Um, I know what that is. I would feel like, not just like pet peeve anger, like. So right. What sounds trigger you? Uh, I'm just curious as how you find smacking out Smacking is a big one. Smacking? Smack, Am, but have I made sounds on no, this? No, no. Hey. And no one, if you were eating, you were just like, like in the mic. It would just I, drive you nuts. So oh, I, ASMR I wouldn't be here. Is but, but here's my question. How does somebody find out that they have like a pathological aversion to sounds to the degree where they would have to figure out if they have some kind of condition and then find out that they do have a condition? I'm just perplexed as to how anyone discovers that they have this. Well, because you start talking to people, sorry, my, you start my sound aversion is when you're not talking. <laughs> I'm so mic. sorry. That and I'm like talking every, I'm like, crawl. <laughs> I'm so real that I just forget that there's a mic there and I'm just like talking, um, talking everywhere with the mic. I, <laughs> I realized that, um, That's wild. because I started talking to other people about it and the more I talked about it out loud because at any time that I'd be I like that and I just am just discovering I have that right you now. might How well, will I? <laughs> a certain song needs to trigger some sort of reaction, oh no it or? never happens in songs it's always no, like a uh, sound oh, sound yes said song though did I uh, did no, you he tonic did. He did. did I did you he did I'm the police. So, but, but what's the trigger? <laughs> the is it an police. annoyance or, or is something happened? Well, I just, uh, I, well, just when I was younger, I remember mimic, mimicking it. Like my, when my mom would eat, it, w it would like make me physically angry. And then I would, would be like, I would mimic it in her face, which is like evil. Just being like, just like 
I don't know. Like you can, eating a way you eat isn't right or wrong. Like yeah. it's, do you know what I'm saying? So it was always every time that I said something out loud, specifically to family members, what are like, a, like you they just must like, have thought you were a demon child. <laughs> do you know who is this demonic so, child? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? just extreme so they, sensitivity to sound. Uh, what and did your parents do when you're mimicking them as a kid? Did they say, "Hey, that's not nice"? Well, they would be like. I mean, not in these exact words, but like, shut the fuck up and let me eat my food. Like, it was always just kind of Mm. dismayed because who would, who the fuck would know that like mimicking is a symptom of misophone? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and so once I started reading about it, I was like, oh my God. Is it a symptom? Yeah. Oh, it is? And when I read it, I remember just being like, I don't, obviously, I don't do that now. Now I just, um, you know, if there's someone that I don't know very well that is doing something that is driving me insane. Yeah. Um, you just hit them. No, I'll just get up. Like if it's like oh, eating no, okay. situation, like we'll just get up and leave the room. Or if it's, I mean, it's one of the things that makes touring really hard. Can I see Because eventually book? everyone some, is going to, it's not just, yeah. look at that, look you at know? that picture though. It's in the center of the brain. Yeah. It's like enragement right in the, yeah. the cerebral cortex. But it's also, uh, I mean, there's a laundry list of like uh, things that just, I can't, it's like a thing I can't unsee. Like if someone, there's phys- like a visual triggers. Uh, like on the way over here, there was a guy on the train just going like this. And, I, and it just drives me fucking insane. God, New York's gonna drive you crazy. But that's the thing. Is that it actually kind of mellows me out. Oh, because everybody's like... Because everyone's doing something. Yeah. And it just kind of like... It it kind of like zins me and brings me back to that beginner's mind, Chelsea. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. This is an interesting side of you, though, this whole thing. Oh, it's it's actually... It's a large... Part of you. What do you mean? It's a good thing Dre didn't make those noises when he was eating dinner. But then, in certain, mo- I will say, they, I can't fully. I'm still learning if you about start it because it's just kind trailer. of like. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> she just—you can't control yourself. You just start mimicking the way he's eating, but it's at your dinner with Dre. I'm like embarrassed for that thing that never happened. I'm like, yeah. oh no, uh, did I? He didn't. Uh, yeah. He chewed like a real gentleman. Um, but there's also, it's like, it's almost down to circumstance. Like if, uh, I mean, if I'm trying to watch a movie, if you're deterring my focus or I'm tired, um, and there could be periods of time where like anything that you do, it kind of bothers me but not to the point of that must being be hell in romantic relationships though like right Bro. i mean oh my god i'm so grateful no, to be like, dating someone that has fir- has been the first person in my life that has acknowledged it um as as it deserves um like respecting um that i have this thing that just makes it really hard for me sometimes to be like social uh, or eat dinner with everyone when I'm like, you know, looking at yeah. my homie and I'm like, I'm going to um, punch you in the face and then take your plate away. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. just kind of like I, someone that has acknowledged that because I, I, it is 
torturous in some situations, especially right. on the road. Um, you know, where I love these people and so much when I'm like, bro, can you spit out your gum? Like you're killing me, you know, like, oh I God. love you. But like, if I look back there one more time and you're chomping, cause it's the visual <laughs> stiff. It's the visual with <laughs> like, I just have to say like, um, I know this is a weird request. God, um, that is crazy. It's so that, weird to, to say, but like, can you stop shaking your leg? Or like, can you like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, on or, tour, it's like, Scott, can you I like think. stop banging the, the steering wheel? But his wife uh, also has misophonia. So like Scott's in the now, like my keyboard player, uh, you know, like he, Alicia, his wife is, is someone that I talk to pretty often about it. She'll, and it's so funny, the conversation, just like, there's a girl that's eating carrots next to me that like, <laughs> you should say, like just <laughs> fucking weird. The laundry list is insane. Like yeah. it's really just about the, um, but I think everybody gets annoyed by certain behavioral tics in other people though. That's yeah. like where, that's where it gets like blurry because like on some level it's like, how do you, uh, everyone has, how do you like, assess, yeah, everyone has a form of that. Sure. Like I, I hear what you're Something saying, yeah. that it's extreme, does, but it's like, yeah. annoys you. but all of us too, like anytime we're in with anybody for like a long period of time, in a vehicle it's or like, in a Oh my God, space. if they keep yeah. doing that, it's Listen, gonna drive me insane. When I tour with Joe, I know I can't eat beef jerky when I drive because it drives in bananas. It's just like, you know. What eat. do you do when you eat beef jerky? It used it's, to. It's just, just the smell just of the beef stank. jerky. Yeah. I didn't like the way it smelled. <laughs> oh, there's but a that, whole van uh, etiquette. There's I'm a like, list of things uh, you do with like any partner. partner. <laughs> and any relationship stuff you know you cannot do next to that person that, you know, will trigger them. Yeah, but how often do, like, you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't give there's, a shit if you ate There's beef a discomfort. Really. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like there's, there's stuff on the road. It's not a hard rule or anything. No, of course not. It's just like when he opens it, I'm like, that shit stinks. That's what he's talking about. That's all it is. But people are so, like, embedded in their own ways. Like, we all eat a certain way, and that yeah. way is fine. Like, yeah, you're so, not eating incorrectly. Or, like, or the guy chewing gum, and you're going to look back, and he's chomping. So what? Like Exactly. Jimmy, so I can't you know, be like, I can't put right. a daily reminder. Yeah. I can't be like, Joseph, remember what we talked about yesterday about <laughs> you not chewing so loud? <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again today? How often does something like that go through your head? Um, you-, you really have to push, push it to a point. Like, oh, okay. I, it makes me so uncomfortable to have to ask grown ass people like it's this, not and it's something i usually try to avoid I, you, I, it's like usually you, the last do you say it's like hey do you fault yourself before you, you i i kind of like or what, uh or, kindly say like I, I preface it by saying like i know this is fucking weird it's something that like plays a part of my ang- people understand anxiety yeah and so in this way your, it's just so like a people sonic on your anxiety. team they know this about you yeah and then you're just basically like hey but you're doing the thing. Can you stop that? Thing? <laughs> when you've done a thing for, you know, like these guys have done this thing, yeah. you know, 40 plus years. So just kind of like, ugh, I don't want to be that person right. for you, especially in this environment. Like, you know, like when someone's loading in or, and you're, you've been chewing gum because you've, you've been driving. So it's just kind of like, you know, you like, you just chew on things uh, yeah. when you're driving. And unfortunately yeah. for me, like, like everyone's got their stuff. So I just don't want 
how how I don't want it to be because I am chill. I don't want it to be. I don't want people to confuse this as me not being a chill person. Right. It's just kind of like I've managed. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I just. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So yeah. I I wouldn't want to be like, hey buddy, I'm gonna take that snack away. You should act. Me? Yeah. yeah. You're good. You're like uh you you quick be, on your feet. You're really good with your voices and all that kind of stuff too. Like Really? I think so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. From judging from your reaction, I guess it's not a myth. It's I not don't a know. Hit. Earlier you said <laughs> I should be a comedian, but Yeah, actor, comedian, I don't know. You have a theatrical pre- presence that's I think t- like a gift. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think uh anyway. But that's real interesting, this whole thing. And I feel for you on it. It's because uh, that is like, uh, that's, yeah, it's like it's a hypersensitivity. Weird. It's so weird. And that would make things very, very <laughs> difficult, but, especially when we're talking know, about the crazy road. Like exactly. The crazy and van so, like, when you're road, on like, like the like, quick like, radio trips, you're like, yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, redo a stop by the radio. <clears throat> like, what's the road like? Everyone yeah. that hey. hasn't been on the road. Well, a lot of people doesn't don't have know that much sensitivity as well right so that those two things on top of each other make it extraordinarily difficult but do you uh, like this might sound silly but like these things like these bluetooth headphones they like take out a lot of noise do you get solace using like headphones and putting mantras on or any kind of like to get rid of that to get rid of that like in those Um, situations like these are noise canceling yeah like so like like on like plane rides or uh, you know like on a flight or something if uh, I mean, <laughs> I really like I've been taking I've been flying Southwest for like the past year. So I'm yeah. just going to like when I'm boarding, yeah. I like literally scope out like I'm Every like, who's situation. a talker? Who's a leg shaker? Like who's going to talk <laughs> about their job this whole fucking flight? Right. Loud dude in slacks, like not sitting by you. Why like not you noise know canceling headphones because noise canceling headphones still pick up low end very well to the fact that I can all like it's exhausting I just looked at you and you're exhausted I'm exhausted <laughs> by talking about it right it's yeah. exhausting like yeah. it's literally I'm like this is my job like sound is my job so it's so interesting fucking weird yeah I wonder if there's a alternative gift from it too, like a ultra sensitivity to sound that's a benefit maybe yeah. How, so how long have you been aware of this? Oh, my whole life. I know, but like this, the oh, name Misophonia, of it um, and the fact that you could relate to it with and identify. I think, I mean, I've heard the word at least eight years ago. Okay. Um, but it's just now like extensively being researched. Is there any and kind I'm of medication? Waiting the, I'm waiting for that pill. Waiting. Wow. Uh, please. Yeah. I, Are you on any kind of medication? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm extremely... Uh, extremely medicated? Uh, extremely uh, well medicated. Well, weed... Weed. ...medicates yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to take Xanax for anxiety, but I didn't, I didn't like the way it made me feel, so I medicate with weed. Have you ever tried kava? <laughs> that shit sucks. <laughs> That's fucking child's play. Like there when my know, it, my friends yeah, that go, is, they're like, it it's like coke, it's and I, and I'm like, 
your system is fucking baby pure then because I had two and I still feel nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not I like had it, seven or nine and felt nothing. Yeah. I yeah. drink it. I go there all the time. It's but, delicious. It's, it's not delicious. It's but you know, it, I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's supposedly <laughs> gnarly. That's what everybody says. I don't mind it, but it, I wouldn't call it delicious. I bought it in powder form. Oh, okay. Uh, have you seen the powder? They sell yeah. it at like yeah, head shops, right? But you don't like the tea itself, like when they I make go it to for the you? kava bar. No, no, no. It's delicious. Yeah. there, but yeah. the powder is disgusting. Yeah, that's disgusting. I think it's not delicious anywhere. Is, isn't that mainly for people who don't want to, <laughs> oh, who can't smoke you. weed or want to get high in another way? Is yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, no, it's you're doing else. the. You think what? Thing. What was the first thing you said? No, kava is for people who are trying to get off weed or just want, oh, or yeah. don't want to. Not weed, more like hard drugs or whatever. Yeah, just like alcoholics like, drinking somewhere that's not alcoholic kind of situation. Right, exactly. The, 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 no, it's the Heineken zero percent alcohol. It's definitely that. Yeah. There's so many people that are like should be in an AA meeting. Just a different. No fucking yeah. question. No, they're yeah. they're they are definitely tapping into that yeah. demographic. That's what big time. Yeah, but it's a good it's a good one though because. Yeah. It doesn't lead to, you know, I don't know, maybe a bar setup that's not really a bar. <coughs> Depending yeah. on the person, <clears throat> it could lead to more active wild shit. What do you mean? Like it could lead to a relapse, I could see. Kava, but it doesn't but a lot of people would say it can't or it doesn't. And it doesn't usually. I mean, but it could. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to endorse it fully. <laughs> good, but for it people can. That are, <laughs> well, maybe it could. You're like some people have a problem. I don't have a problem. I could go and I'm no, able no, to quit at any time. Exactly. I, I don't want to say that, and that's yeah. not even true. So. I mean, I go. My, my, my some of my friends have problems, but I I'm fully under control. Could, no, we're can. like, you like look up when we're gone. We're like. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, bro, like, we're good. Like, <laughs> no, we got it. Could. It could, but, but, no, it, it, can't. but it also, <laughs> for me, no. My, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> me personally, I it mean, could, no. but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, let's, uh, let's put a button in the cover. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I stepped into a booby trap with that one, didn't I? Kava. Also, the Kava Bar is a scene in, in itself. Yeah. Do you live in Brooklyn? You go to the you go to the one in Brooklyn. No, I live in the East Village. Um, what's the one in East Village called? I think there's only one that I know of. Kava Studio. Oh, okay. What is it <coughs> called? I can't remember, but it's such a scene. And then my friend opened up one called the Bula Bar, the Bola Bar, or whatever. Ebola. Um, <coughs> Bola. <laughs> Bola Kava. Um, I forget. That one is on Houston. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I guess we've reached the extent of what we can say about Kava. <laughs> Except, wait, it comes from Kratom powder, right? I just remember the name. No, like Kratom a, is different. A root. Oh, Kratom, wait. Kratom wait is different, but they, come, they usually come together at the bar. Wait, so what's Kava's not the tea? Kava is... Kava is a, a root. Look it up. Kava is a root. But aren't they trying to like and regulate like, it or like make it illegal? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, but Kratom is different. Kratom is like oh, the, op the opiate like replacement thing. Uh, Sometimes oh. it helps people get off opiates if they use really? Kratom. Yeah. But it, it is also habit forming. Okay. Well, I got the powder of it at a head shop. And, talking and, about Kratom. 
Yes. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Cra- that's Kratom. the tea they say. Kratom is different powder. than kava. Oh, they're not. I thought they're that they the were same. like. No. Uh, no. But you get those at the. The same place. Often they come gotcha. as like yes. the monkey see monkey yeah. do. Yes. She's <laughs> like, I don't know what the you fuck know. I'm doing here. My friend told me about it. I'm just going to give it a try. Yeah, I'll take both. Yeah. They're like, you want the white horseman? And you're like, uh, yeah. You're like, it's kava with kurama and blah, blah. And you're like, right, great. Does it make me feel in control and up? In small, yeah. in small doses, the effect of kava include muscle relaxation, Didn't sleepiness, and feelings of well-being. However, long-term use of kava can lead to a range of health problems, including malnutrition, weight loss, and apathy. Well, wait, what's the bad <laughs> side of that? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, sounds what is good. It's, no, say, no? say it. <laughs> uh, long-term use of kava can lead to malnutrition, weight loss, and apathy. Uh-uh. I'd like all of those, please. <laughs> and then it says it's kava drug. It says it's a depressant drug. Really? Where does it come from, though? It's a plant. It's like a root from but yeah, what, what uh, cultures uh, did it come from? Uh, from the Pacific Islands, mm-hmm. the name kava, meaning bitter, etc., uh, etc. Et yeah, it's a crop. It's a root. Yeah, root, uh, like uh, I don't know. That's what uh, they they like socially in that culture. There was like have kava. Everybody has kava every night. Kind something of like that. Yeah. Something like that. Where is that from? <laughs> Shouldn't the we Pacific sound? Islands. I don't know. I don't want to feel I'm down. Done, I'm done with down is not kava. me. All right. <laughs> and kava also. Um. Again, it's like for people who. Uh, nothing against your kava and your kava bar, and I'm also just I don't know a lot about it, so I don't want to be the naysayer that doesn't even know about the subject. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't want a tea that makes me sleepy. Right. Um, and I had the tea that I thought thought was like liquid cocaine. I was like, oh, okay. That's dope. the Kratom one. That's the Kratom one. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't feel a goddamn thing. Right. So I was like, maybe I'll get it in powder form. I bought it in powder form. It's not a good idea just to like well, off I the just, cuff to start a habit with that shit. Well, I took a spoonful yeah. as directed and then... Um, you know, because it's in powder form. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me take a swig of this fucking energy drink. Like, I'm a 12-year-old boy. I fucking swigged it down with this energy drink. Uh-huh. And immediately, my body was like, bitch, no. <laughs> like, powder. And then this, I was like, soda and powder. And immediate, <laughs> immediately, fucking yeah. coughed. And powder just came out, just like threw it, <laughs> threw it up, <laughs> but in powder form. It was just right. like a cloud. Yeah. And I, I was also I, putting on makeup. I, <laughs> so I literally I've just was like, and just the powder, <laughs> the humor in watching all of this happen as I'm doing my makeup in the mirror and throwing up, throwing up powder, like trying to like do the lashes and just the cloud of smoke. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like it's like when you swallow a bird and like a, a feather pops out. It's like funny. That's funny as hell. Yeah. 
So, so after that, I just any never. Down? You just never no. got it in. And it, it was fucking disgusting. Well, anyway, it's good. Just don't fuck with it. That's the moral yeah. of that story. You don't need I, that shit. I don't. It's habit forming. It's good for people that are addicted to opiates. It's a way out of. It's a way to kick opiates. Yeah. It is. It's good for that. It saves lives in that it's the way. The lesser of two evils. It's yeah. definitely a, a lifesaver in that realm. Yeah. But for people that don't have any kind of habit to just start fucking taking a crap, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a good idea because it's habit forming. It's you know. Did you do drugs at one point? Were you a, I, a drug addict? Is I used to personal? do drugs. Yeah. I still do, but I used yeah. to, too. No, that's the Mitch Hedberg joke. But. I love Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. You know that one? No, but uh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, have had issues with the drugs and I the mean, alcohol does my whole it, damn life. Yeah. Yeah, ba- basically. I yeah. think I would with alcohol, but I, um, I don't enjoy... Uh, I, well, first of all, I think my body's allergic to I it. I don't drink. So I just stopped drinking altogether. I stopped drinking, yeah. too. Do you drink? Nope. He doesn't drink. He, I, I don't He's never drink had any issues with or, anything. Or smoke. No. I never liked never any issues. of it. Some people just have no issues. I don't... It, like, drinking was just not my vice. Like, in the few times that I did cocaine in my early 20s, I was like, whoa, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it could have just as easily been a habit. Um, but I avoided it as much as possible. Um, but also, it's hard to be alive sometimes. Makes sense, you know, that yeah. you'd want an escape. And especially if your life is like built on a career of inconsistencies, it's like really easy to be like, oh, I'm at a bar every night. Why not? Right. Do you know? Like, I'm like, of course it happens. And yeah. once you understand that, it just creates like a, a empathy, really, yeah. for people who do have addictions. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm an addict. Uh, yeah, I'm an addict of everything. <laughs> yeah. Of all the things that I like that I can't live without. Right. Yeah. And I was like thinking about it yesterday because I was having this like lazy day where I was just like listening to podcasts and stuff like that yeah. and just laying around. And I don't let myself do that very often. And I did. Yeah. And then I was like thinking I was realizing that I was keeping myself company through like YouTube. Right. Like in podcasts and whatnot. And then I was like thinking the actual reality of this situation is I'm just laying in this room by myself. <laughs> yeah. But like the, I've created the illusion of that I'm hanging out with Mike Tyson yes. in his podcast, you know, or I like, love those like moments. Those though. kind of things. Yeah. Like, but um, I don't know what my point was. Well, but just, I don't either, but I do like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> it had something to do with what you said. I can't. That's remember. happening more and more as I get older and just continuously like stay on the path of like smoking so much weed, mm. where I'll be like mid sentence. It really happens where I'm like, I am a fucking pothead. Where I'll just be like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait, was that you or was that me? Uh, and then just. How often do you smoke weed? Every day. Every damn day. Every damn day. I don't, but like when I have it, then I do. But usually friends give it to me and then I'll have it. And then I don't usually buy it. I 
buy it, but I go through, I, I mean, I guess same. It's something that I don't do for periods of time yeah. sometimes, but I like, let it fall away. Yeah. I don't ha like, I'm not going to try to chase it all the time. Yeah. And I do like, that's the indulgent side of me where I just, um, once I start, like if I buy actual flour and then I'm like, what? Like, I like the act of it. I like the ritual of, mm -hmm. of buying it and rolling it. And, um, you roll blunts? Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> Little fatties. <laughs> what <do> you, <laughs> Little diaper ba babies. Backwards. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Little diaper babies. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> you know backwards? No. You don't? I also sometimes I'm like, are you fucking with me again? I roll like blunts. the like the back like the made backwards. up book title no. that I agreed with. I'm like, if I agree with this, you're gonna be like, it's not real. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's is it a like a swisher sweet is that the brand yeah it's like a brand oh backwoods of a cigarette of cigar what a is good it? blunt oh a backwoods you know you like roll you like unroll we the, don't know unroll the tobacco we don't know. oh yeah yeah like yeah. you would with a swisher with a swisher yeah. yeah i don't do it with that one though. i use the backwoods i like all the like white trash a swisher sweet flavor i'm like mango pineapple oh. like i like the flavor the ones that come like Blunt rolls, they don't, you don't even have to unroll them, right? Oh, yeah. that like the hemp paper? No, yeah. I like, I just get the two for 99 cents oh, okay. and then I just empty out the tobacco. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad that we covered all this. <laughs> no, but it's, a, it's the best way of smoking weed, I think, or one of them, because it gets that nicotine too in the tobacco leaf. I'm like, and so it's I like, want it's like a blunt. It's like the best of both worlds. You get the best of both worlds. Disney. Did you ever uh, Disney anyone? <laughs> did you ever smoke weed in England? No. Why? Because they roll spliffs. Oh, and tobacco with a little with bit of the, hash on top yeah. or weed. Weed technology is insane. They roll the spliff. That's where I discovered spliffs. I didn't even know what a spliff was first time. Imagine being our parents and being like they got gummies now like do you know what i'm saying yeah. like how much weed technology is is changing yeah. i'm like there's so much it's wild like if i get it you know and i'm like I, I, like going into a dispensary yeah. is one it's like what i can now associate with the closest thing to like my mom letting me pick out a toy right. at the store just yeah. kind of like <gasps> It's so nice. When's the first time you did that? Uh, I was in Los Angeles, like, I don't know, shortly after it was legal. But <clears throat> even then, like, the dispensaries were very, it was few and far between that you'd find one. Mm -hmm. But now, have you mm -hmm. been recently? Yeah. I'll go in Colorado they're, and. They're incredible. Yeah, they really are. They have something for yeah. everything for, like, yeah. period pain and, like, headaches, mig like migraines, back backache yeah you know, cbd just, do you mess with cbd maybe that'll help with the misphonia cbd yeah again that's like kava to me i'm like i don't feel these things that you yeah. guys are saying i should feel i don't i don't feel it cbd is um, cbd comes in all shapes and sizes though there's like some super high-end high-grade cbd yeah. that might affect you if yeah. you explored that for this thing I'm talking about. For Miss, yeah. Maybe, because it's a super anti-anxiety, but if you've just taken like 
normal versions off the shelves you know decent dropper versions you probably don't feel it at all yeah but i'm saying there's there's like, higher grade there's stuff. way it goes it goes deep the cbd thing and so if you investigate super high grade, high end, you should maybe look into that. I, I mean, CBD is kind of like, it's, there was a bunch of different, uh, I mean, I know what it is, but like, <coughs> yeah, but I know there's like, a, it's a huge problem with it because of all the, you know, it's like on but, billboards now when like so many people are in jail in for, yeah. for, you know, yeah. bodegas in New York. Well, it's in New York, loves New York's, it. New yeah, York acts yeah. like, cause New York is so fucking jealous of LA for not having legal weed that it's like riffing on CBD, like to a degree that's insane. What is the fucking I don't know. Hold, Hold up, up here. It's coming. Texas it's is coming fi- in fine, but like, tech, yeah. Yeah. Oh, tech. I'm like, whatever you, what page you guys are on. We're like on a different, chapter from a different yeah, era yeah. way way back like right texas is still although dallas is is pretty um it's a blue state austin's actually a pretty a red a red uh red zone but uh it's they're voting just on it in very june conservative in yeah yeah there's a vote in june and it might go in effect in it's August legal in jersey already. now right is it? I, don't Ish. I don't think so no then everybody'd be going to jersey every two minutes I don't know. All I know is Colorado and California are rolling in fucking money. They have more money than they know what to do with. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, it's going to come here soon. What's well, what's left? What's left? What's left? Say? What's next for Sarah Jaffe? So <coughs> we put the album out September. The, the e- is it EP? Was it an EP or full album? Smut? Uh, Smut. I mean, I would say it's an EP, EP, but I think after seven songs, they call it a record. An LP. LP, so, uh, yeah. So you're working on new material? Is there something down, down um, the pipes for you? Yeah. I'm, I would like to get back into writing again, that habit. Um, I'm still... It's hard for me to... Uh, I'm in that zone that I was like, where it, it just happens every time where you're done with an... Uh, a new record that still feels like I'm like it was just released and I you know what I'm saying like it was it's already feels like long ago but it's really not um but uh, in short I'm just gonna get back into the studio and just see what happens I don't there's no uh yeah I like working with Aaron I think um he and I just have like a unlikely uh partnership that I it was just like a refreshing surprise in my life in more ways than one just because where's the studio it's in dallas so every time i you know i mean for the last six months at least i've been flying into dallas at least once a month um so i'll just meet with him again i'm sure a couple i mean we work so quick i think that's why i like working with him there's an immediacy and it's that same immediacy that i would find when it was just me on garage band of needing to hear something the way i needed to hear it um, cause he was, uh, he wanted to top line. And so, um, he was looking for a top liner in Dallas and just couldn't find one. And, uh, so I went in with that intention. And so this is better part one and two, those two EPs, uh, were initially, well, some of them were initially written for other artists, like to pitch to other artists. Um, and then I was just kind of like, no, these are mine. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 
And then you guys started working together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Smart, <coughs> Smart was just <laughs> the two of you in the studio. I'm like... You got to get some New York uh, studio hangs, too. I have. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to yeah. find my pockets. Like, I'm still like, all right, let's 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 take some swings. Like, who's ready? Who's yeah. ready? You know, like... Yeah. So, uh, I that's really... I'm just trying to find my... Yeah groove that's cool yeah. and it's cool that you got the thing in that in uh, texas alive yeah there's such a good community i like i know who my community is and like where to go and like who's down at any point in time to to record and um so it's really nice to have that when i go back um and i'm ready to to make a new one yeah. genuinely like that is a genuine feeling and genuine goal of just like trying to like lock it in a few places like i like i like that momentum and yeah. knowing a few different like uh, people that just have the same mindset the same mentality i think that mentality is just so uh contagious like yeah do you know what i'm saying like yeah. just like the like i don't know but let's just <laughs> let's just it's fucking fun it's like the one time where time just flies yeah, it fucking flies time bends yeah. In all kinds of ways. All kinds of fucking ways. You're like, like how you're there, we, how is you, it 3 a.m. Tuesday? Yeah, no, like, no, no, or you're yeah. there for like two weeks and it feels like six months. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? It, go, it goes fast, but also also it seems like you. But usually if you're in that bends, room, you all shit. experience it similarly. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Which I think is fascinating. It's like all about being an artist that can be in that flow state the most possible, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you know? And it's so addictive. It's, it's so hard to get there, though, always. You think? Sometimes. To get in that mindset or to or get just in... Just to get into the position where you can have a thing going that's going. I don't know. It's not hard? I, ju I think it's not hard in the fact that either you know it's going to happen or it's not going to. And that all comes down to the person. And the energy. Like, if you go into the studio one day and, like, something's off. Like, you woke up feeling off and that person did too. And it's just kind of like this two, like, tectonic plates just kind of, like, grinding up against each other. And you're like, it's not going to work. We're not going to come out of this. We clearly need a day. I just think that there are some ways that, like, you know, artists can't feed themselves a lot of times. And they can't, like, they can't, like, pinpoint, like, how they feel on the map. So... Sometimes it's like just nice to hone in and say like I think my body is trying to tell me that we need a fucking tea. Do you know what I'm saying? And studio uh studio artists um just the beating heart of it. It's just kind of like uh, I don't know. It's 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 a part of immediacy. Either you know or or, or like you make it more difficult than it than it should be like i don't mean that in like a i know this from a from a up here well you know what i'm saying like it's just kind of I, that's how i'm testing the waters like we're just like hey we're in this like let's go like let's know each other mm -hmm. very quickly i'm going to show you exactly who i am very very quickly mm -hmm. um so that there can just be comfort because right. everyone's bringing their their deepest insecurities like right up to the fucking plate, yeah. In its most child like, in it's, its most transparent form, yeah, like it's a lot of intimacy, a lot of intimacy. So like, it's just like better that everyone's just kind of like, 
So it's just, because that's what, that's the fun part is just like being fucking goofy and like mm-hmm. seeing where it takes you. And I don't know, like just really overcompensating and tricking my brain into saying like, we're not nervous. We're not like, we got this. Right. We have this. So yeah. just immediate and just propelling yourself out of like this mindset that it should be difficult. Right. I guess I mean too though. It's just I I want to like live in a fully functioning recording studio where there's an engineer yep. and people like like making it happen. Yeah. And like living in that creative environment, like uh, on a regular on a basis. Same. Yeah, yeah. That's a very expensive scenario. So expensive. You know. So that's what I mean. Like I, like making I it see. happen on that level. <laughs> Why did you let me go so long? I love what you were saying. I, I loved what you said, though. No, it was fascinating what you were saying. It was great. It was deep. I loved it. You were just like, no, but just like, no, but like then trying I'm, to make it happen. Like, no, but I'm just yeah. like, let's make it happen. No, like you went the, on a different the, point, which I appreciate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oof. No, that was awesome. <laughs> That was like one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Really? So far. Yeah, I loved it. Oh. I was getting lost in what you were saying. Right at the end. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm talking about more just like. Make it happen in like a. Financially. Yeah. And, and yeah, but yeah. Like, but that also facilitates creatively and all that. Like, that's what I mean. Like getting those like, because I just did this wild thing where I lived in this um, art museum on Park Avenue <laughs> for two and a half weeks. What? Yeah, I, I did this thing called, in, uh, it was a show I did called Inhabiting. And I lived in, in an art museum for two and a half weeks. On the weeks. sixth floor. The on the sixth by floor. yourself? Yeah, by myself, but thousands of people came through. And I set up my art studio. Holy shit. And painting studio. And I, I set up a recording studio in there too. And I lived in there and I made tons of artwork and like tons of like music. And Do you think this the spectacle part of it just kind of like uh, it was, pushed you into it a was schedule? Wild! Oh yeah, it was amazing. It, I had to get up. I had like the museum's open from nine a.m. to eleven p.m. except for on weekends where it's open from nine a.m. to midnight. Wait, so so like uh, were you I in like in a, public. an installation? Yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And we did the podcast. And out we did of the there. podcast out of there. Like what? Yeah, yeah. It got written about in the New York Post. Thousands of people came through. Holy shit. It was crazy. So this was recent. This was recent. And I, and, when and, did you... And I bring it up, too, because it's like, as a painter, I could paint large scale and immediately have a museum crowd in there looking at what I was doing, like, huh. looking at it. And, like, real people, like, you know, like, it was crazy because it's like, you know, like, I had so much, like, immediate like creative yeah. facility plus they like got me tons of art supplies like it was like this creative That's cool. it was like charlie and the chocolate factory for like art holy shit right and 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 i just like got so creative with it but i was like thinking like man how can we create this kind of situation on the regular like in that reg, and that's yeah. kind of like the studio thing i'm talking about too i see which is like Man, if you like the way Dre lives his life 24 7, he has that. He has that real studio with engineers. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. That's what I want. I'm glad we circled back around to this because I really want to talk about all the time how I want 
a home studio yeah at one of my homes or both yeah. or three of my homes some people have two homes yeah it's three i need a i need a bigger space that's what i learned when i really? did the museum thing yeah because it was a big space so that is fascinating. It was weird. I'm still for kind how, of just ended for last how, week. How two and a half weeks. It just ended last week. So I've just literally. Two and a half weeks? Yeah. That's a long time. It was a long time. Do you feel like a different person? Yeah. And I've been recovering ever since. Really? <laughs> yeah. How so? Just like recovering. I was like, I, it was like fully like expanding myself for like that time. Like, and I was interacting with so many people too. And, in a uh, way that is like that's bizarre egoless it was super and surreal. also it can't like you are a spectacle but you can't you yourself like there's this approachability that's really cool yeah it was interesting i love that people i love that we can live in this day and age where people still are so like art is just one of those things that there's always going to be uh it's just like something that technology and uh you know, things of the future won't ever be able to take away. Like yeah. people are always going to want to watch someone create and how it was done will always be fascinating. I think so. Yeah. I mean, the AI will definitely get more creative as time goes on. Like AI will be able to like do things like predictive movements of famous painters and combine them and then yeah, do like so weird. Yeah. Like shit like that. I'm just riffing. I don't know if it's true, but it seems like it would be. And then like same with songwriting. Like AI will like get into songwriting and 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 there'll probably be some hits that go big from written by AI and shit like that. Figuring you know, out the formula. Figuring out formulas and like just like randomizing enough. This is that subway you moment where I'm mean? like, Melissa, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop talking about AI. Okay, staring at us. <laughs> right. I love that I've just named you. you Melissa. Like. <laughs> Why is that it, the name? It fits. Melissa, no. <laughs> I definitely have an inner Melissa. I don't think the AI is going to have um, <laughs> the inner Melissa that you have. and the. Um, no, I don't think so. The uh, sheer sass that I've got yeah. cannot be replaced, you know? Mm. No. I know. I agree. I hope so. But we, it could be that we live in a golden period of valuing humans. Because we all know it's about to end. Uh, <laughs> human creativity. Yeah. It could be. It there could is be. that feeling in the air like everyone knows it's about to end, right? Well, everyone's become an artist through social media. Everyone's filming their life and documenting and like be, everyone's being creative about how they present themselves. And that's good. But, but it's turned everyone into an artist. And so like now more artists are just like. Hey, what, don't I count? <laughs> it's so weird. It's both very, very cool, and they're now paving the yeah. way. I'm like, you can't teach me what I already knew, but that's really cool. Yeah. Billie Eilish. Like, it's just, she's amazing. Yeah. Right. And she's also, like, the voice of this upcoming generation of music that's doing super fucking cool shit. Yeah. Um, that also doesn't, she doesn't care. Yeah. And I think that this generation... Uh, is both terrifying to people that have been doing it a while, um, mm. but probably no more terrifying than like what it's always been terrifying. Fucking Tom Petty must have thought like yeah. when when you wasn't know, it terrifying? Uh, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Bob yeah. Seger started coming up, <laughs> there's a new kid on the block. His name's Bob Seger. 
I don't like him. <laughs> I like what he wears. Bob Seger. Like a rock. I know we could ever? we could talk for another two hours. Probably. But I, I have to be in Brooklyn for pickup. Oh, you're so, cutting this so one I, off? I, I in have five to. minutes. Hey, who's cutting this to. podcast I off? I have to. Whoa, this is a first. I, I got to be at pickup in, in 25 minutes in Brooklyn. You, better. <laughs> you know what's I'm funny? Gonna be late. I'm going to be late. You were, you were like what? hinting like earlier. You were like, yeah. I said that was one of my favorite parts of the podcast. <laughs> hey, who's <laughs> Near the end. <laughs> right at the end. Twenty minutes that. ago. That Twenty minutes ago. <laughs> what did you say? You said, <laughs> I said that was one of my. You have to know because it's like inside I know what he's baseball. talking about. He said, "I said that was one of my favorite parts of the podcast," and he said, "Yeah, right." <laughs> <laughs> he was he was paying attention. He was trying to get me to wrap it up. You see what I'm saying? You guys are cute, yeah. Libra and Gemini. Listen, no, we have, I was we thinking of leaving report. you guys here and coming back in an hour. So no, nah, man, we got to wrap it up. But we have a yeah. good report. We've we've uh, yeah. How, how long have y'all known? We've fought on a couple of these podcasts. Though. Twelve years. Or really? Those are the yeah. good ones when we've actually had. No, the podcast only been going on for under a year, but we've oh. worked. To, I used to tour manage Joe yeah. and. <laughs> We did tons of music videos together, yeah. live yeah. stuff, and yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's been. Fun. And you're leaving for Canada tonight. Tonight, yeah, yeah showing like Toronto tomorrow. And to go to the Kava Bar and then Canada, right. in that yeah. order. I'd like the Kava Bar in Canada. I'm like, you do, you guys do it better. Yeah. And then uh, he's coming back, and then going on a full month and a half tour of Europe with Greg oh, Dooley. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. And then back, and then another month and a half U.S. tour. And then he's free, hopefully. Oh, really? Yeah. Mid-May to June. Yeah. A lot of touring. Where are you going on tour? Everywhere. All over the place. Yeah, Europe and Every America. Where, yeah. You taking out a support band? He is a support band. I am band. a support band. <laughs> Damn. I'm supporting Greg. I was yeah. like, please be headlining. Please be headlining. Yeah. Please don't have an opener. Please don't have an opener. Yeah, but you don't like the road. You know everything about she me. She would now. be good in New York, though. Yeah. For any shows no, that you know. Definitely, yeah. we should definitely like you know. Be in the studio. You yeah, two get, would, get would get collaborate do well a collab together. Let's do it. I gotta. I'd say, be down for that. Yeah. So yeah. We'll tell people how to find you or whatever. Find me on Twitter at Say Jaffe. You can find me on S A Y S A Y J A F F E. Not to be confused with the journalist. Sarah Jaffe and not like to be three confused of you guys. with the Sarah Jaffe from the um, other band de- the defunct band Eraserada um, both happen all the time people crisscross and yeah. yeah we thought we were getting that yeah. author were we never mind guys I'm not I'm not that <laughs> I think we got we got the coolest one. Oh no oh, someone has sure. brought a Sarah Jaffe CD <laughs> for you to sign for me to sign nice. uh, and well, it was really I disheartening. It. I didn't, and I actually kind of like felt bad. I kind of like shamed the guy. You did? Yeah, I really reamed it to him. What did you say? And I was like, well... Um, did you hear any of these songs I on was my like, show? This isn't... I was like, right away, I was like, oh, this isn't me, actually. He was like, it's not? I was like, no. Um, and it's funny that, you know, like you... that I'm like... 
this person doesn't have an H on the end. Of, like these things that are so big to me, but why, why the fuck would he know? Like, it's the, like drummers that just, are given an album to sign that they're not on because they're the new drummer of the band. They just sign it anyway and just uh, move on. Yeah, just like move on. Because yeah. who's gonna pick up that? Who's gonna <laughs> that pick up that? All the, I know tons. Everywhere. You know, where fans come and they get the whole band to sign. He's been a drummer for the last three years. Like, They've been around for thirty. So I'll sign this first funny, album. Dude, you bring no up problem. The yeah, sure. <laughs> Because it's, it's all it's thing. always the drummer though. <laughs> the drummer Whatever I'm like, it's the drummer. Yeah. It's the fucking rhythm section. Uh anyway. Yeah. So anyways, I just kind of shamed him and I saw the light go from his eyes and I was like, Hey, sorry. Sorry, man. Yeah. I shamed I just was like, and we don't sound alike and we don't look alike and uh really observant you are. Always meet him at the merch table. Yeah just really drove it into him i don't know with some smart ass remark and it i i really that's what the merch and then you felt guilty the merch table just belittle like it whittles me down uh, to no, I'm the like, merch table is a <gasps> little brutal I, and here's what i wanted to say about that real quick and i know it real quick gotta go <laughs> it's just it's like real quick <laughs> i'm like merch table should be no, the opener it's just like yeah because it's like and people expect the they get offended real easy if you're a little distant and detached because yeah it's like you've just put out all this weird adrenaline and you're full yeah. of weird adrenaline and it's like and also so many strangely people, territorial for your own space and you're so like, many people <laughs> are like, like yeah, yeah 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 and if you're a little and you go a little bit like what like i don't know just a little d distant in the eyes or something like yeah. i don't know like we're like well sorry to bother you yeah. right like, no. what's wrong no, yeah like exactly no 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 don't do that yeah but you felt <sighs> but you dug into that guy so that's why you felt the guilt yeah i just started i i, I started dreading the merch table at yeah. every, every show and just because i I don't. I, I'm both a people pleaser <laughs> people and I. People with wrong CDs I'm a every night. People pleaser, people pleaser, and I also have no problem of going off. On right. You. I'm a. Uh, I'm the same. I'm a similar. So there's this mix. like an immediate guilt of the just being like, guilt. Nah! yeah, be like sorry, right? Like you caught me at like the I'm in like time. I'm a, a purgatory a transition, like where I've just given you two hours or how about like or how about like when your friends who will see you later come up to you at that moment and you're like dude give me a second yeah, now i'm doing my job thing great show just like i can't like <laughs> dressing room etiquette yeah, yeah. that goes yeah. a long way if you are the homie and you are like you know that mm -hmm. i'm about to lose my yeah. fucking shit yeah. right Stay now like, yeah. Yeah. yeah huh yeah. all right well, we better let Ehud get out of here. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah, you are awesome. With Thank an H. What a, that was a fun podcast, that wasn't was it? Two and a half hours of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah with a motherfucking H. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. how many? Two and a half hours. Really? Yeah. Time of flies. Damn. Imagine if we had some instruments. Uh, key, uh, keyboards. Right. We did write hand. that one song. Doesn't, now, doesn't that seem like about a week ago when we wrote that song? Uh. <coughs> Clean shot. Clean shot. Seems like a week ago to me. Uh, for my first CP, for sure, for sure. Clean shot. Yeah. Don't you think it sounds? Seems like it was a long it time does. ago. I'm gonna start like, talking about it though, as if it actually happened. I'm like, uh, for my first. Clean shot. Yeah, clean shot. From yeah, the first collab EP. 2008's clean shot. All right, crazy okay, kids. Guys. Let's do it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna go on the subway and uh, read my book.
Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.